All right. What is up? I believe we are live. Welcome, everybody, to another episode, well, the Christmas special of the Break the Rules stream. I am your host, Lev Polyakov, a.k.a. Lev Po on Twitter, and today is the Christmas special. Merry Christmas to one and all. I love you all. Let me know how my audio is doing because I raised it up, but the other button, I raised it even higher so that hopefully we're not going to have the problems we had last time. Anyway, we have the great Corpse Carter here. We have Tsuyami. <laughs> We have Bane, and we're going to have a lot more people coming in. But uh, tell us about, uh, right now, your current Christmas experience, starting with Corpse Carter going down to Siami and Bane. Well, it's not much of an experience, but it's good. You know, usually I travel and see family, but obviously that's uh, that's not in the cards. Uh, so, right, so really, it's just a day like any other. But I got a little bit of rum, and I got a little bit of milk to go with it. Um, I'm going to try to... Maybe go for a nice walk after this. So so far, pretty pretty good Christmas, you know. Nice. So yeah, not, not very Christmassy though, but a good Christmas nonetheless. No, it is very fitting for Krampus, which we're going to talk about later. But Suyami, how's your Christmas going, and how's your Christmas going, Bane? Um, I'm at work right now, and I actually didn't know that Bane was going to be on here, and it's kind of weird that he didn't tell me because he's at my house right now. So. <laughs> Kind of, do you want to explain that? Um, no, I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't... anyway, yeah, it's going to be a good Christmas this year, I think. So good, good to know. And if you don't mind me asking, what kind of work do you do, Siami? I work at a nursing home. So, wait, so you there was that whole story about the nursing homes and COVID and can you give us any insider details on what's going on with the nursing homes right um, now? My, the facility I work at is like one of the least troubled in our area. So we have like the lowest cases here. So I don't really know. Like the only thing right now is that we were having visits before, but now um they've like completely stopped that again it was like lifted for a while and they were like allowing visits in nursing homes but now like um since like there was like a research or whatever no one's allowed to visit again so it's kind of sad <laughs> mm. and i wonder how do you, do you notice that affecting uh, the older people there yes there's been i find that like when people it's when they feel like their family has given up on them or they feel like um, or they're like not seeing them as much. Like, I feel like we've had a lot more like deaths because I feel like mm. when people's family members will like I've seen someone who has just like gotten a cold here, but then his son was like, don't send him to the hospital. And then he just like wound up dying. I feel like when your family like gives up on you, you just like your body also just like gives up on you because. What was that? You can call it like you can call them like deaths of despair. Kind of, yeah. True, and there is another kind of death, which um, uh, there's this uh, gentleman named Doug Crane who was my teacher for uh, second year of animation at a school of visual arts, and he was a you know he was a really nice guy, you know, great artist, a great teacher, and he was in the same. I believe a facility, I don't know if it was an animation school too, or art school, I think it was art school, with this lady he met back in the 40s or 50s, and they ended up falling in love, they ended up getting married, having kids, and the very same day, they both died. And, you know, they had different things, but when she passed away, 
you know, he was like, all right, well, I guess it's time for me to go too. And it's a very interesting thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It's really strange. It's like, I don't know, their body or like their mind gives up and then suddenly like they just die. (laughs) It's very weird. But is it giving up so much as, I mean, if there is an afterlife, is it giving up so much as joining your yeah, yeah, no, other. I don't see it as no. I mean, just like giving up on this world, I suppose. But yeah, yeah I see what you mean. Mm. But there is well, a link between actual illness and depression too. Yeah. Mm. Just... And and in the nursing homes today, I don't know. Like, see, being a Russian Jew, everybody sticks really close together in our family, you know. And we have people in our family who are both like you know Jewish and Russian and whatever. The point is that it doesn't matter where we come from, like whether it's like the father's line, mother's line, we all stick together. And uh, when we came to America, we saw how strange it was that you had so many people who just uh, bring their uh, older people into the nursing homes and leave them there. And then that's fucking it. You know, like these people yeah. who are supposed to give you your entire life, this is how you treat them. It's like, what the, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Is this strictly yeah. an American thing or... No, I see that all the time where it's like um, a lot of people actually do get visitors here and they'll get like family members who come every day, which is really sad now because they can't come at all. And like, I swear the ones that were like regulars that would always have like family visiting are like the ones that have like passed away here because I don't know. But um, no, watch up. How's it going? Hello. Well, we have a, we have some more people here. We got more Sco, the great Actually, red skeleton, back yes, with sir. us, and Disco Orpheus. So I want to move this conversation right. to uh, oh. talking about uh, the more mythical sides of Christmas. So mm-hmm. Disco Orpheus and Morse Code and Corpse mm-hmm. Carter, I think you guys are more proficient in that part of it. So uh, let's start with Corpse Carter because you were talking about Krampus uh, before yeah. we started uh, the stream. Can you talk a little bit about him? Yeah, in the, in the past five years, there's been a real Krampus mania uh, amongst Americans, but especially amongst, for lack of a better like, word, normies. You know, mm-hmm. A lot of people who, because a lot of people have known Krampus forever, and there's parts of the world where yeah. Krampus is just a normal thing. A lot of like, Americans, uh, they kind of really grafted onto Krampus to sort of rebel against the whole Hallmark idea of Christmas. And a lot of it is that he's scary looking and he's got horns and there's something vaguely satanic about him. But I just want to argue that Krampus is a good guy. Like Krampus, good guy. Is, there's nothing antinomian or, or left-hand path about Krampus. He's a good guy and he's on our side. So I kind of want to not rebrand Krampus because I think enough people know that about Krampus. But a lot of people do get the wrong idea and people are so obsessed with Krampus. But just, I just want to remind everyone that he's not a monster and he's not a, good guy, and he's not a bad guy. And, uh, you know, there, there is, in fact, nothing demonic about him. Do you think uh, that not that people only caught on in the past few years, not because it's, like, edgy, but just because it's, like, marketable? Yeah, that, too. I also think that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a little bit like Nightmare Before Christmas or, or Halloween or something. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Trying to find my skeleton mask yeah, right yeah, now yeah, so yeah. I can so I can get on camera. Oh, excellent. That is going to be the first time we have the great Morse code on camera. And uh, wow. as far as what Krampus does, that's what I don't know. Like, what what is his job? So Krampus, if, if you've been bad, Santa doesn't give you coal. Krampus comes and he whips you with a stick. And he puts you in a bag and he takes you away. But to be fair, they come back. Like, Krampus doesn't, like, Krampus doesn't, like, kill the kids. He takes them... He gives him a, a huge fright, and then he takes him back. And I'm just going to pull up. Okay. 
know? Because that's the other so, people get wrong. Right? Like people think that he's like this kind of ender of worlds, which is actually not not quite true. So yeah, because that's what the movie promoted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so that movie sucked, but it was kind of a sick visual, but it fucking sucked. Wait, what movie are you talking about? The they made a Krampus movie, I think. It's very Five Nights at Freddy's cheer. So it's kind of funny, but the visuals on it are really cool of like the actual Krampus like in the distance. But yeah, up he, looks, close, he looks pretty cool. And up also, close, uh, he looks... Um, they like didn't actually make like an animated face for him. They just gave him like a mask, and it was really dumb. But he looked cool from far away. Yeah, all of his minions too were just like people in like minions. <laughs> well, no, he had toys. Like he yeah, did you just say minion? Uh, yeah, like yeah. no, despicable me, like minions. Yeah, minions. <sighs> Hello, Sasha. Welcome. Oh, what's Welcome up? Welcome to the show, Sasha. Yeah. So here's here's um... where I want to go from here. We were talking about Krampus. We have some comments here uh, from Aman Sadhu, who's going to be joining us soon. Uh, Nya is an abusive nursing home worker. Nya, do you concur or uh, do you... Uh... Bro, I work at the front desk. I don't touch old people. <laughs> well, you still receive some stories from them, right? Like some stories of wisdom? Being yeah, I used to. I actually am locked out of the thing because I'm in a memory care unit. So they don't interact with me, but I used to be with like the old people on the mm. other side because so we have like an stories? assisted living. What kind of stories did know. you get? They would just tell me like about their childhood, like I, like for hours straight. It was really bad. <laughs> well, what kind of childhood was it? I mean, these are people born in the twenties, thirties. What what are we talking here? There was this one guy that was like really rich. And he was just telling me about how he got really rich and kept telling me that I was beautiful and that his wife would is looking down on him right now because he's flirting with me. Oh, God. <laughs> what a rascal. What a rapscallion. Yeah, he was a charmer, dude. Oh, man. Was he cute? Well, was he cute? <laughs> Yeah, I'm really looking for this skeleton mask, guys. I'm doing everything I can to find this. Hold on. I, I trust oh, what's you. Go, what's going on, Morse code? He's in a wheelchair, so... What's up, guys? Oh, wait, I'm going to get a call hey. from my mom. Hold on. Okay, well, wait. Tell I don't know in a wheelchair. I mean, if he's not uh, completely uh, numb, then uh, you know, maybe there's a chance. I don't what know. Are you like, implying? I, well, I would have... Honestly, I would have thought that old people, they would have gotten over that by now, but uh, I wonder how it's going to be for, like, the mil millennial old people. Like, what, what are going to be the thing... No, no, not just wheelchairs, oh. but in general, the zest for life. Because this guy, at least the way you describe him to me, he seems like someone who did have, either through the elements of living through, you know, World War II or whatever, he seems to have a zest for life. Kind of like um, if you've ever seen the Chris Chan documentary, and we are going to get, mm -hmm. by the way, uh, the guy who uh, makes the documentary, because it's still an ongoing thing, uh, Gino Samuel. He's going to be coming on, I believe, in uh, early That's March. That's epic. Yes, it is epic. But anyway, when it comes Chris to Chan. Chris Chan, he visited this girl who was like a troll, like she was a hot girl, but she was also trolling him. And yeah. he visited Chris Chan at the mall, and there was this uh, uh, there was this pickle man who showed up afterwards and man. made trouble. Yeah, yeah, and we made know. trouble for Chris. <laughs> but, but the important point here is that uh, his father, Chris Chan's father, was actually very fucking charming, and you could tell like. Oh yeah, the way he was talking to them. Yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. 
So, I, and he's probably just like an average guy. I don't know what the fuck is going on with your audio, Sasha. He was just like an average guy, probably, who was living uh, around uh, around that era. They were probably like every every other guy was probably like him, you know, like. Uh, yeah. But I think that there may have been. And again, I don't want to be that fucking guy who's like, oh, everything was better back then, yada yada yada. But like some things, we got to look at and say, what did they have? That we lack well, well, today. I think what you're talking about is the Lindy films. Well, I mean, what do we have that they lack? Because, like, I can't imagine, I like, a 70 year old sad boy. Like, that'd be the most depressing <laughs> thing ever, this wrinkly, old geriatric, like, guy in K pop. Well, that. That'd be well, that's, that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine what, what the old down. people. Yeah. Like, what are they going to look like if we're talking about people from our generation, our age? Yeah, I don't want to see how that, honestly. I'm going to be dripped up as an old guy. I know that. I'm going to have face, I'm going to get face tats soon. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to be one of those old guys who just stand out. And, I, and I'm and i like a elite athlete. So I'll be like, I'll be able to walk <laughs> and shit, you know? Yeah, like, if you nice. look at like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, he's like 70. And, <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. See, I knew you were gonna fucking. I knew somebody was gonna fucking say that. It was in my head. I wanted to be like, no, let's just, let's just uh, let, let the boat ride down the river, and hopefully that we're not gonna encounter the rapids that I see in the horizon. You know, hopefully those. Can you run that one back real away. quick? Sure. Which? Here we, we got him on. We got him on. Sadhu joining us right now for the Christmas BTR stream. <clears throat> Listen, guys, I have no fucking idea if all of you guys are subscribed yet. If you are not subscribed, subscribe right fucking now. And I gotta keep moving these deer uh, yeah. so that it matches up. Like, you guys can't see the deer, but everybody on YouTube, like, I'm on. You see the deer. You know what I'm talking about, right? Amon, yeah. can you hear us? Deer? Yeah, so for those who are not aware, I have deer in my background right now that I keep moving around based on the configuration of the Zoom call. It's a much better green screen than uh, the uh, the other one. So anyway, Sorry. Morse, Morse code, how was your Christmas? I think he's finding a skeleton mask. Yeah. Yes, okay. So oh, you know what? Go... You know what? I just got back, actually. I'm wearing it right oh, now. Wow. Awesome. Just got back. Oh, I, I try to set this camera up because I really do want to get on, on face cam. But uh, yeah, my Christmas is going great. I'm watching Lost right now. At the same time, it's kind of a chaotic, chaotic day for me. It's really crazy. But anyway, yeah, I'm having a great, having a great time here. Just got back from a Christmas party from last night. Fantastics. I watched Elf with my uh, old family friends. <laughs> it's a great time. Early, merry, merry day for me. What'd you get Excellent. your GF, bro? Um, a letter, actually. A really sweet letter. Um, oh. And something I cannot reveal on live right now. Oh, my. I can't do that. I can't reveal Yo. right now. But oh. Oh, uh, yeah. she might be watching at home, you know. <laughs> I can't hey. I can't say too much. Hey, GF. But, yeah, it should be cool. So what is going to be happening uh after? I mean, I guess this is sort of like a Christmas New Year's stream because I don't know who's going to be here for New Year's as well. But uh, Christmas is supposed to be, at least according to the astrology, the holiday when the sun slowly starts to come back. The equinox is over. Yeah. You know, winter is finally going to start receding. There is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. So I wonder if people today feel that what way. What does that mean? Yeah, what on Monday the world died, and then tomorrow the world yes. is going to be reborn. 
exactly. Oh, so what's does that mean though? That doesn't mean anything really. No, no, it means no, it means no, a lot. It does. It, it means a lot. Okay, okay here, well, I'm asking you what. I'll break it down. For instance, here's what, the here's sun. What it means. Okay, you go. Okay, okay, so the sun is going to be showing up a lot more often now gradually 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 until it reaches the zenith of showing up the most often which is going to be during the uh the summertime or the uh, spring equinox rather and when that happens plants grow you know you can farm yeah, things yeah oh exactly you know on monday on monday sorry sometimes sun, it's hard point. to know so it's sometimes it's hard to know point, it's going to be all year yeah eventually the days will get longer it remains in that position in terms of its angle um for three days and then tomorrow or today um it will rise again and then it's the birth of the next the next year basically yeah and the other interpretation um, yeah it's hard to know know, if you're an urbanite and you're separated from nature to such an extent yeah exactly because uh outside of new york right now and outside it's really uh, not christmasy it's really like it's like simultaneously wet and dry you know like just not very nice looking out but there's some parts of the world where you have christmas there and it's you know it's really really gorgeous there yeah look in in northern european places the winter means death and you have to prepare for it if you live in the you know if you live in i don't know somewhere it's hot all year round it's not going to be such a big deal but definitely and I think a similar thing with Christmas lights as well. It's like you're trying to illuminate like with that same force, you know, of the sun. You're trying to illuminate as much as possible during the nighttime so it doesn't seem so bad. But when the same thing is done, I don't know, like in South Carolina or whatever, it just it just isn't the same. You know, I think we need that uh, yeah. gloom and doom of the winter cold. Dude, and maybe that's why that. this is a good year, because everyone's got Christmas lights out because they had nothing else to do. Exactly. No one in my neighborhood has any Christmas lights <laughs> or, or decorations, even. Well, sorry, you live in a shitty neighborhood. Everyone on mine in my neighborhood has minions everywhere. So. Minion. <laughs> oh, across the uh, across the uh, road, our neighbors have uh, that snowman from Frozen, just like a giant. Let's see if I could take a photo of that. His name's Olaf. Olaf, yeah. In fact, maybe I can bring the camera with me upstairs and show show all Olaf to you. The one that's uh, facing the window. It's just like a giant stuffed Olaf with balls inside of him just rotating around. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's 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 a great it's a great statue. <laughs> Not a, you know what I mean. But uh but yeah, when it comes to growth, spiritual growth, I think uh, I don't know. Again, what I mentioned in the other podcast regarding Christmas is the astrological interpretation of it, like Disco Orpheus was also mentioning. That may also have something to do with Jesus. If we're talking about the Son of God, well, what about yeah, the exactly. Son, the yeah. Son of God, uh, the Son archetype? Yeah. Yeah. Look, the Son, the Son dies and then is resurrected three days later. So the Son dies on the twenty-first, and, Je- and Jesus dies, you know, and three days the Son, three days later, is resurrected, and then the Son is reborn. You know that it's pagan and Christian at the same time. Does that oh, make yeah. sense? That's- yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. But I'm still right. not exactly sure. Uh, truth, theological, whatever, like reason. And in European uh, depictions of, of Christ, there's a lot of sun imagery. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That, yeah, there is. Um, because I think, well, it means that 
it means the same thing. Um, these pagan sort of understandings of of uh, the cycles of each year were so ingrained into the inhabitants of Europe's, you know, the, these people's like sort of blood and day-to-day -day and yearly life that um, the, the resemblance was just sort of repurposed um, by the Vatican and, uh, and these sorts of larger, almost like corporate bodies um, because they couldn't get rid of, you know, it, if the, if, when the sun goes down on the 20, 21st, everything literally dies and your, your life is basically over if you haven't prepared for that. We're talking like 500, 1,000 years ago before most Europeans had been um, Christianized. And so that was so ingrained into their sort of complete, their life and their routine that the Vatican couldn't just like create some sort of uh, Christian holiday um, and then give it to them and they'll accept it. You know, it's highly unlikely that Jesus yeah. was born on the 25th of December. You know, shepherds tending to their flocks in winter, it's just, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It's not realistic. Uh, it was most likely it was born in September or something like that. But it, it does fit per perfectly with the sun dying for three days and then being reborn. I don't know. I'm, well, I'm chatting a bit. The Orthodox, I think, I think why I do the Orthodox celebrate on January 6th? The, the... Now, why do the Orthodox celebrate it during that time? And I did go to a Russian Orthodox school, St. Sergius Academy, back when I was five years old. I used to take the subway, you know, like at Jewish, 5 a.m. What? But you're a Jewish, though. Well, it doesn't matter. Honestly, I went everywhere. I went to a Catholic school. In fact, the only school I didn't go to was a synagogue. But I went to a Russian Orthodox school. I went to a uh, Catholic school. Then I went to acting school. And while I was in acting school, I also went to ballet school in 2003. <laughs> you went and, to ballet uh, school? I went, yeah, I did some ballet. Uh, and uh, the teacher forced me to do a split. He was one of those old school Soviet uh, teachers, you know, who used to, uh, you know, slap girls' butts and stuff like that, you know. And uh, but he was, he 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 was a good guy. Like you know, he he was old school Soviet. You're gonna do the splits right now. I don't care if it's gonna break yeah. your fucking legs. And I did it, and my legs are fine. And you know, sometimes it does take just this grit, like to uh, get something out of you. You know, like I don't want to be one of those soft millennials. Like, oh my god, my feelings. No, he's gonna push you down and make you do those fucking splits and you're gonna like it and i did end up liking it so anyway i'm just, I'm just yeah. saying if a man like <laughs> forced me to do this like attempted to force me to do the split can't I, believe you're sodomized like that <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't really <laughs> tolerate that sort of like, did you do it once and then never again no, I actually did splits a lot of times. That was the only thing I was good at. <laughs> I was good at <laughs> It all comes out. Did you do any let's just, Wait, wait. Well, let's just make sure that we have, like, the same definition of the splits, you know? Like, okay, maybe split. he, like, told you you were doing something <laughs> called the split. The splits. Lev, yes, do, do the splits, splits right now. Yes. Like, wait, well, wait, what, what I what I learned what I learned to do afterwards was I learned to put my legs over my head, and I was so good at doing that that when we had our play of Romeo and Juliet, where I played Capulet, I actually put my legs over my head. And uh, let's see, I'll, I'll send you that video afterwards. I actually put posted it on Twitter a while back, so maybe I can even play it here in the uh, in the uh, BTR chat. But uh, anyway.
anyway, uh, the ballet, it was a good experience. The acting school was a good experience. I went to acting school with uh, Alex Gray's daughter, Zena Gray. And uh, that's how I found out about Alex Gray and his crazy psychedelic art. And uh, in general, it was a great experience. It was happened right at September 11th. So there was like a pre-September 11th lev and a post-September 11th lev. Pre-September 11th lev, I was in a play called Fairy Tale where I played Sneezy the Dwarf. We were all on our knees the whole time. There was this crazy guy named Peter. <laughs> was, uh, he, he played the bailiff and he always used to make sexual jokes. And I was like, uh, I was like 12 or 13, I think it was th 13 or 12, I don't know. And uh, he used to do like these sexual jokes, and then as like a comeback, I told him, Well, like if you keep doing that, you know, I could call the police. And then he spread his legs and he pointed down, and he said, Well, the phone is right here, here's the phone. So that was that was great. I, I really enjoyed going to acting school and participating in these off Broadway plays, you know. It was, yeah, it's really my top feed. Oh, no, it definitely has. I mean, it was definitely a New York experience. You're not going to get an experience like that living yeah, anywhere Yeah, I was else. about to say, that combined with, like, a Catholic school and an Orthodox school, that is very, <laughs> very New York. Yeah, well, that Orthodox school, it shouldn't have even existed. Like, they ran out of money, yet they still kept operating for some reason. So I was in that school in the very last year that it was operational. And it was operating, I believe, from, like, the 50s or something. Like, it was all the... Uh, it was all the people who fled the Soviet Union who were Russian Orthodox. They started their own school in Manhattan. So that was the school. And they got, like, money from celebrities and things like that. But eventually it just, uh, you know, just tittered out, I guess. The fun stopped coming. We went on vacation to the Intrepid. And I really wanted to fucking pee. So I never got to enjoy being on that battleship because all I kept thinking about was where's, where's the bathroom? There is no bathroom here. What the fuck am I going to yeah. do? So that was a... And the, the other great experience, and then I will leave this conversation about my childhood for a more private, not a private stream, but I'm going to start another stream. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about it, where it's just going to be like me, and I'm going to have a few guests in. But anyway, 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 I'm not leaving BTR. BTR is here to stay. Nothing's happening with BTR, but I just want to do my own thing as well, and let's see how that works out as well. You know, so attacking from multiple points. Anyway. The second experience was a touch tunnel, which does not exist anymore, but it was a great fucking tunnel. So, do you know what the touch tunnel is? I'm assuming it's a tunnel filled with, like, felt so that you can feel in, like, one of those, like, children's museums. Yes. Well, it was dark. I might, have, been to, I might have gone to that, too. I might have also have been in a touch tunnel. It's, like, dark, but not too Sounds dark. Sounds creepy. Fire hazard. Touch tunnel. Yeah, well, it's not around anymore. I think it was at the Liberty Science Center. Yeah, no, I, I think I went to that one also. Because I remember I remember being a really little kid. Like, you're not allowed to, like, keep your suits in there, right? You have yeah. to take off your suits before you go to the touch mm -hmm. That was fun. I remember the touch the touch tunnel. Well, another thing, big government ended up uh, getting rid of, you know, like, yeah. I don't think it would be legal now to have well, a tunnel like that. Was it because like there was a fire, like, a potential fire hazard? Yeah, because you don't know how long you, you'd get stuck in there. Yeah, that's that, maybe that's why. Did yeah. You, if the kids Anybody to trying tunnel, to get my kids in a touch tunnel, I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like um, a pattern. 
dream. <laughs> that is bringing out that. <laughs> bad touch tunnel. That's what we should have called this episode. Bad touch tunnel. So, <laughs> bad touch tunnel. <laughs> anyways, when I was ten, my teachers switched up the Christmas play for a reenactment of the Oslo Agreement with the, the Palestine and Israel. So all the kids oh, were man. dressed up as Arafat and all the other <laughs> criminals. And our parents were like, oh, this is so sacred and holy, like way more than there would ever be for anything like going to church. So, yeah, tell us oh, where man. we're going. <laughs> well, the only yes. equivalent that we had in the Catholic school, in the Catholic school, we had like the saints thing for Halloween, you know, when you dress up as the saints. Yeah. But uh, you, you guys all had Santa Claus, right? Like in your school, like the priest dressing up as Santa. yeah. I was dressed up as uh, this uh, cat called Perrier Larsen. He's a UN uh, ambassador, peace uh, negotiator type. Also a, fr a frequent guest on Epstein Island. So at 10 you, years old, I was playing him for you, Christmas. You were playing a UN ambassador? Is that what you say? Did you have to research how exactly he's supposed to act? Did you read his biography, like, or was it just put on the suit and don't ask questions? Martin, can you hear us? Yeah, I, he seems to be lost. Well, that's okay. We're going to get him back. So, anyway, as far as the Catholic school goes, we had the priests dress up as Santa. You know, the priests, they didn't molest us. Everything was fine. But uh, as far as Christmas today goes, though, I mean, especially now with the lockdown, you know, Christmas is pretty much canceled in England. I don't know how exactly it's going in New York for other kids. Like, uh, it, it, it must kind of suck, although I guess they just play video games now, so it doesn't even matter. Like, is Christmas as important to kids in general now? Like, uh, with all the entertainment that they can no. get? Uh... No. No, I feel like every year holidays get more and more, like, less and less important to, like, kids and shit. And they, like, yeah. sorry. What the fuck was that? Okay, we're gonna. I think Halloween's in the way. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, I think I'm probably the youngest person here. I'm only 17, but uh. Wait, didn't you say you were I... in the uh, military? I lied. Yeah, I'm not in the fucking military. There, there we go. I, I knew it. I fucking knew it. See, I, I was Wait, gonna when did get I like. Say I was in the military. Wait, I also lied. I'm not 17. I mean, so... like I am a soldier though. Get this guy yeah. out of here. No, no, it's okay. He's gonna be our he's gonna be our resident liar. He's gonna be like her uh, sin chicken. Liar. He's gonna be our sin chicken. So, so I, I was considering what joining. What kind of soldier are you? At one point, what kind of soldier? I'm just like yeah, a, like, kind of soldier. a soldier. soldier you know? like, I'm I'm like I'm a soldier in the boy and on Discord and oh, okay. you know? like I just be like fighting a war. Like obviously it's a bit it's a bit esoteric. He's a soldier in the vehicle. So you're a psy warrior, in other words. You're a psyop soldier. Like, like, camp bot? No. A psyop? For, I mean, like, maybe. I'm just, like, you know, I'm just, like, killing shit. No, like, like in the Blue Oyster yeah, Cult sense, a veteran of the psychic wars. Psychic wars? I don't... Yeah, Blue I mean, I'm a veteran? No, I'm, I'm an active participant. Like, I mean, I'm not retired yet. I'm just, like, I'm just, like, out here, you know? I like, gotcha. We out here. I got uh, but like I mean, like I mean, but I'm always like preparing for like a real war, you know, just like real urban warfare. Well, yeah, you should, we should always be doing that at every moment. Yeah. No. Well, def not definitely every legit. You need to give yourself. You need to give Wait, yourself definitely legit is here. Definitely legit is here. 
Bro, this I is... want to make. I want to make sure definitely legit has a chance to speak just because his audio, I mean, his internet is really crapalicious right now. So yeah, let's his see. internet fucking. He has sucks. more followers on Twitter than me, and that's why you rudely interrupt me in the middle of exactly. My I want to get to definitely legit. It's all about cloud, buddy. It is all about cloud. So definitely legit. How are you, buddy? I'm pretty good. I just I just dropped in to say Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry yeah. Christmas to you. And uh, somebody asked about why Orthodox uh, Christmas was in January. It has to do with a. Uh, pre-christian uh pagan um festival called kalada which is pretty much well kind of what they did with the uh, roman uh saturnalia and yuletide and whatever and there's co-opted with uh, christian stuff there is also a uh, georgiani's take on a lot of uh, christian uh, qualities being derived from uh, the uh, cult of mithraism but uh, i don't know i mean it's always a touchy subject when it comes to uh you know people the belief that they have in Christianity. And, you know, like on BTR, we have many wonderful Christians, including Gio, of course. You know, Gio is probably the best fucking Christian of them all. But, uh, you know, like as far as somebody who actually embodies Jesus, as you know what I mean? Like, Gio is a fucking saint. There are not that many people out there in the world like him. Yeah. But when I have to yeah, be like... Nice. Where's Gio right yes. now? He is coming. I mean, he's, he's stuck... But he's of course going he to is. Be... Oh god damn it! I knew as soon as I said <laughs> fucking okay. Anyway, Gio was god, god fucking damn. Gio was coming. But uh, when it comes to Christianity, though, even though I went to the Orthodox school, Catholic school, um, I don't know. Like, I don't really know what the fuck happened back then. A lot of these things seem to coincide with astro astrological things and other mystery cults. So as far as the actual figure of the Jesus who was around that time, I, I'm I'm skeptical right now. But uh, I don't know. Like I am open to being, uh, you know, to to being shown the light. Like uh, definitely legit. Uh, what do you think? I mean, it's kind of a documented thing that every single uh, European, well, European Christianity is. Uh, European mysticism with a little bit of veneer of Jesus on top. And why that is, is because when the uh, monks went out and they spread the faith, they had to adapt it to the local customs of the people. Otherwise, you know, the whatever barbarians would be like, no, I'm not interested. And it actually got so extreme that um, there's a pretty interesting uh, story with a monk who went to a Germanic tribe. And he was like, how do I talk to these people? How do I get them to accept Jesus? And so he started to look at their culture and at their myths, and he thought, okay, we can combine Ragnarok and the Book of Revelation. And so he wrote something called, um, there's several names for it. I think, I think it's called Muspili or something like that. But it was, it was an epic poem. It was a saga written about the end of times, and they combined the imagery of Norse uh, you know, paganism and, and the Ragnarok with uh, Christian symbols. So it has a pretty interesting scene where uh, Jesus and Satan duke it out and Jesus is wielding a spear, which is a pretty interesting thing because Odin's spear. So, uh, and that, that's something that happened all over the place. And you look at a lot of other, um, traditions and Easter, for example, Easter is, is a, is a pagan, um, festival down to the name. Uh, Easter comes from Ishtar, mm. which is a goddess of fertility. Yes. And that's, that's the bunny rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like that kind of goes around and the idea is that they're star gone is is ishtar the same thing as uh ostara i think it's called. yeah I was, gonna, I was about to ask about that i am not sure mm, there is the also ostara a is like a slavic um fertility god 
So yes, I, yes, probably. I just like listening to the name Astara, Easter, Ishtar. It's all mm. it's all the same because all of the um, European faiths come from one sort of central yeah. faith, anyways. There, so there is also a take, by the way, about uh, the Book of Esther. It wasn't Esther; it was Ishtar, and it was a code name. But anyway, mm. go on. Definitely legit. Oh, but that that's kind of the point. And and uh, you look at even, I guess, to bring it back to Slavic paganism. Um, there's something called there's a, there's a festival called Ivan Kupala, and that's. Um, Isn't that where they all strip naked and fuck each other? No, it's the one where they jump into cold water and then run into the woods. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It is a fertility festival, but. Um, the the actual pagan name is Kupala, and they just added Ivan, which is John, you know the, mm. the Christian name, uh, and they made it about a saint. And you'll find a lot of the saints in Christianity are actually not, you know, saints. Saints they're just aspects of local gods and 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 divinities. And, uh, Halloween has a very similar origin to all this too. Um, so Absolutely, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. All saints have all Hallows Eve, but then they like, all seem if... to have um, like applicable. Um, corresponding, I don't know what the word is, but for instance, take Easter, and it's a, it's an it's an Easter egg hunt, and that sort of relates to the fact that okay, they all have a, a pagan corresponding pagan meaning farmer like of the land. Um, so you, an Easter egg hunt is basically teaching your children to go and collect eggs, um, as they would do sort of every day when you have chickens. Do you know what I mean? Well, so that's these daily applicable like um, comparisons, I guess. That was a very common aspect of most um, pagan faiths and, and animism and whatnot. Um, our idea of religion being a separate sort of, how do I put this? I don't want to say institution, but um, a lot of people have this idea of like a secular life and uh, and a religious life or like a you know a religious thing, like a, as a separate concept. When, as the ancients had religion and, and everyday life so intertwined that there was no real separation for it, yeah. so like the idea of of uh, the Roman state religion and and Roman spirituality are two very different things, and and hey, you'll have, you know, hey, a lot of it Gio. sort of interwoven. Oh, Gio! Oh, he's gone. Well, it's like oh, no, there, he is. there he is. Well, it's like what else were you gonna do? Because they didn't have a lot of oh. other creature comforts. So either you t told the land, and then what? You know, like so. Of course everything did become very uh, structured within these uh, various pagan archetypes and that occupied people's minds for a long time. And like you said, same thing uh, after Christianity. But what I want to get to here... And I oh, think bullshit, it's that, love. Well, it's that actually great. Bullshit. It's great that you're here <laughs> it's because we... I want to get to the heartwood. By heartwood, you know what heartwood is. It's like when you take away the Probably bark from the tree. Doing? Great. We are, we are doing great. I'm doing great at least. Sorry. Merry Christmas, Gio. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. God bless. Yeah. Sorry, I just I came from my grandmother's place because uh, it's gonna, you know, this fucking uh, tomorrow we go into lockdown, which I don't I don't uh, even know what the point is at this. I I don't know. I'm just yeah, put, well, that, put that picture oh, you're, of uh, you're already immune. Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, I'm already immune, so I don't care. <laughs> no, put that picture of Doctor Manhattan. Uh, you know, I'm tired of these people. I'm tired of <laughs> <laughs> the tangle of their lives. Mm. No, it's but stupid. We, if, I, I get the logic of like, I mean, because people like in Toronto, they'll lock because that's where it's coming from. It's Toronto, yeah, so Toronto like, the good, more like Toronto the bad. <laughs> Toronto uh, things uh, I can't say that'll get me banned. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, but yeah, so they come down here to uh, Niagara and they'll go to Clifton Hill and they'll up the numbers here. So uh, it's I get the logic, but it's uh, stupid. I think lockdowns mm. are bullshit. Anyway, sorry. What were you gonna say, Love? So. 
if we were to take all the pagan stuff, all the things that we've taught, like, I don't know how yeah. much of this you've listened to so far. A <laughs> little bit. Uh, yes. Yeah, so um, if we were to take out all the things that we can say, okay, all these things were attributed to uh, yeah. Jesus's life, but these are actually like all pagan things. If we take all of them away, what are we left with that we can say like, this is like without all the other stuff, this is Jesus. You also have to ask Gio, when do you celebrate Christmas? Do you celebrate on January 6th or December 25th? December 25th. I'm Catholic, boy. <laughs> so, oh, okay. yeah. No, I, I, yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's ta- Catholicism's a national religion in Italy. So, there you go. It's in my blood. <laughs> Could I say from someone who don't like, I don't know, I don't know an awful lot about um, Christianity, apart from the fact I have been baptized, of course, because everyone in England back in the day in the 90s when you were born was baptized. Um, but I, my understanding of who Jesus is, is, and and what Christians should do, and what I do is a quasi, I don't know, weird pagan Christian kind of vibe that I, that I just, whatever feels comfortable for me is that you, instead of worshiping him, you have to follow him, uh, and to, like you have to emulate his, his, uh, his sort of path, and you carry your cross basically, like you can't skimp out on your duties just just because you worship christ well you should be essentially living the the via dolorosa i don't know what that is the via dolorosa is the it means way of i think way of sorrow it's it's where jesus walked as he was holding his cross okay yeah i think it's these duties that that are ours to take up that we have to we have to. We're, we don't have to do them, but if you don't do them, then you're, you know, you're not. Well, you're just, I mean, you should always be putting hundred percent, hundred and ten percent effort into everything, at least everything that you care about. And I, I think that's something that goes beyond Christianity or paganism. Well, I think like to you answer, can't, you can't do hundred percent all the time. That's impossible. That's crazy, dude. But that's I mean, the absurdism. Right. That's if the it's Kierkegaard something you're passionate about, uh, yeah, you should do hundred ten percent all the time. All right, but like, look, if you're an athlete or if you're in business or if you're anything like that, you understand this lull. So you rest, then you sprint, or you go steady state if that works for you. Yeah, you got to pace if yourself. If you put these unrealistic pressure on yourself, this is kind of uh, super well, no, high no, it's, I mean, humility is fail. also another attribute. But no, to answer Lev's question, I think the, the, problem, the problem with um, a lot of the interpretation of where Christianity began and where paganism ended or where there's a crossover is that there's a lot of crossover thrash. No, (laughs) the problem I think is, uh, and this again is the problem with like when the Zeitgeist movie came out or movies uh, where there's similar attributes because there are universal archetypal and iconotypal forms but there are fundamental breaks in the life and divinity of Christ and a lot of these other mythological figures in the pagan world. For example, sacrifice is an ever-present theme, but it's a different type of self-sacrifice. Uh, it is the sacrifice that Jesus committed to the to the world, whereas there isn't 
like, I mean, there isn't as much, I mean, it's there, it's hidden um, some pagan virtues, but there's a difference in the character of the Christian worldview that was instilled by Christ, as opposed to a lot of, you know, mono-pagan sort of uh, rituals and beliefs. And so I feel that you could say that, yeah, Set has a certain, uh, mm. shares this characteristic with Jesus, another or um, Zarathustra. Pagan deity, I mean, or Zarathustra. Like... Yeah, but these are, but the Zarathustra story is, of course, you know, it's different than what is at the heart of Christianity. So, I mean, there are similarities. Obviously, there's always good. I see. It seems but... pretty stringent. Like, it, you're supposed to not only do good deeds, but you're also supposed to have good thoughts. You know, like you're supposed to control your mind to such an extent, which I don't know. Would you say that Christianity also has a similar, like, uh, good thoughts embedded within well, it? Well, yeah, but again, that's a hot debate as well, because there's intention. As a Catholic, I believe in faith and good works. So it's, uh, I, I mean, let's, I'm, I'm just basing off of like Catholicism and orthodoxy because protestantism i mean i hate to say it but, you know uh so i think yeah there is in, in christianity there is of course the same emphasis on not just good thoughts but thoughts that lead to flourishing but it's different than a lot of um it's different than say like zen buddhism or chan buddhism or hinduism vedanta it's it's different it's a totally different way of approaching it than a meditative system. Now there are forms of meditation in more esoteric forms of Christianity, but it's more of the uh, there's, there's much more of an emphasis on more of the, you know, attuning your thoughts to, to Christ. It's not, it's different than, you know, a lot of these other systems you find in the Far East or in the pagan past. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I could, I don't, I don't know what you want. I'm <laughs> like brain is scrambling right now. I no, no, no. This is, this I is feel perfect. I don't, because I mean... here's the thing. I'm not an expert in any, I, you know, I, like there's a lot of people, um, uh, you know, I'm not an expert. In, well, you know, we're, we're going to have, a, obviously, but... we're going to have later on Owen Cyclops and it will be interesting for you and Owen to talk about this mm -hmm, in, uh, mm -hmm. in more detail. Cause this, these are questions that I've had for a long time when it comes to uh, just the nature of being, I could see like when Buddhism is like, all right, screw all this. I'm just going to not exist anymore, but there's no, but I, I'm not going to not exist either. So I'm not going to exist. Exactly. If that's annihilationism, not, not Lev. That's yes. an extreme. <laughs> well, Gargina would say that is another yeah, folly. But, but then but then I had a conversation with uh Aryan Cowboy, the great Aryan Cowboy. I hope he comes back soon, where he talks about, you know, there being higher there being higher states, like higher positive states, but within those positive states there are also negatives, and within negatives there are positives. And I could see how something like that though, to a point that Owen was making on a thread of his, that that would lead, let's say, some people who do too many mushrooms to say like oh everything's relative man and and it does kind of abandon the certain duty that they would have otherwise had to making the lives of the people around them and their community better maybe i don't know because I mean, I a lot of see... people who are spiritually voids essentially and and they only stick to the dogma and that's like one thing that's that's pretty annoying in that sense is like you said right uh, it's not about good deeds it's also about good thoughts and then you said that it's like the control of your mind to have these good thoughts, but it's, it's not about control. It's about just having good thoughts. Like you just, 
just be happy, like vibe. Yeah, that's something that a lot of people seem to misinterpret. And they're not chill core. They're not. Yeah, they're you not can't force. It's, it's not about forcing. <laughs> yeah, good. that's the thing. Like when so when you try to force it, it's not genuine. So what's the point? It'll it'll just. But make it's your also about what, what do you choose to uh, to focus on? So if there are like different thoughts that you would have throughout the day, wouldn't the job of the ego to be like a yes or no button as far as what do you allow to consume you? Because there could be a thousand things that you could think about at any given time. You know, somebody wrongs you, you think about revenge, whatever, like, but at the same time, wouldn't that also be a kind of exercise where you would say, you know what, I'm going to focus on the good, not going to focus on the bad. And eventually it builds up and you do start to become a different human being. Uh, the more that goes on. Well, I think that a lot of negative emotions like anger or lust are actually a good thing because you can take it and you can channel into something positive. You know, I think that it's, I think that what we should do is we should take like our, or we should like actually, we shouldn't be afraid of our most negative, awful emotions. We should actually meet them head on and turn them into something good. You know, we shouldn't just ignore them and forget or pretend that they don't exist. It's part of life. Yeah, it's part of life, but also because there's a lot of energy there and you can use that energy for something really great, you know, which, which is also the, the good thing, especially anger. Like there's so many very productive ways to use to, the ways to use anger. And anger is there for a reason. When you're angry, it's because like something's off, you know, and, you know, and things can be off for different reasons. Maybe, you know, maybe like the other guy was in the right and you were being too sensitive. Maybe the other guy really wronged you and you need to do something to set it right. Or maybe no one was in the right. Maybe it's out of your control. But either way, you know, you don't, you can't just sit on it. You have to pursue it and come to a solution. Maybe that means you growing as a person and being, being the better man. Maybe that means you being brave and standing up to whoever, you know, pissed you off. Or maybe that means accepting it and becoming stronger for that. Like in all three scenarios, you're coming out better for, from it. Hmm. But it's still not something that you are just letting run wild. Like, uh, you know, like that in, uh, Hinduism or in the, uh, uh, what was it? The uh, Bhagavad Gita. They had that uh, example with you being in this carriage with these wild horses, and yeah. you have to make sure that you steer the wild horses in the right direction, or else they're gonna go off and you know chase squirrels or whatever. I don't know what horses. Yeah, well, like well, chase. Well, I think is that you should um, it should be a nice compromise. It should be like controlled chaos, kind of like the berserker of, of Viking history. Who you know, you know, he, he's like a landmine. You set him in front of the enemy, and then you let him go off, and then he rampages. But he rampages against people he should rampage against. It, it should be like, like you should like put yourself in a room and say, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go sicko mode on, uh, on um, what I need to go sicko mode on, you know, like for me, that's art. Cause I draw a lot of negative things. I draw a lot of violence. I draw a lot of things that make me angry, but I think it's positive. I don't, I think that it's a very, very positive outlet music too. I love noise music. I love really, you know, kind of destructive. Oh, look at that. Look at this guy. <laughs> I have had this guy since 1999, and look, he still does—he still does the sound. Watch this. You know what? I have one of those, but for Halloween. I was like born in 1999. Holy you were shit! Born in 1999? Yeah. Oh my god. How wow. old are you now? 20, 20... 21. Oh, 20. Oh my god. I remember 1999. I was like eight years old. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of speaking of anger, have you seen Black? What? No, I'm not even gonna talk. No, I I think Black they're funny. Looking. I like them. I think they're funny looking. <laughs> well, no, but I do want to pull something up. I want to actually. I'm surprised it took that long. 
good. There's a really me, good fucking. Me and food. Matthew are going to do a podcast style talks on on it, so don't worry. Nice. About it. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be spicy. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to hear everyone's. I'm curious to hear. I, I saw this one where they're already freaking out after a few days that there's, uh, they're saying that it's their meme and other people are stealing their meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, if you've seen my thread on Twitter, you know what I'm talking. That about. was the yeah, text. I've, I've seen it, but I want to that it's, this, it's a decentralized anonymous meme, and now someone has claimed it, claimed yeah. a bastardized <laughs> version of it. Yeah. Tagging know your meme in it and shit. Yeah. Wait, actually, <laughs> actually, I know. I got the best comment for this Wojak thing. Please yeah. stand by. Oh, stand by. Hyperwave says yeah. that normal people have had access to Wojaks for about a week, and the shit they produced is more alarming than what the incels made. Lol. <laughs> oh, please get us send that chat, dude. Send that to me. Really oh that. <laughs> but how many of those people who were making like uh, the ones with the Chinese Wojaks? Are those the OG 4chan people as opposed to the normies? Probably. Like it's a counter it's a counter assault. Yeah. Probably. Because there's I, I always been racial at all. I just hate the application. I think they're actually really well drawn. I like the way they look. Mm. Cuz mm. I think they're funny. I think I think all Wojaks are funny. No, the fact that they've made them overly like uh pretty. Yeah, I think because to me they're not pretty. To me they're pretty hideous. <laughs> That's what's so funny. That about was them. just fodder for 4chan to make edits of ugly. Here, Lev, like, I posted the peak Wojak in the uh in the BTR. Oh screen. fuck yeah! I if you saw my fleet, uh, I'm not even gonna say it. I think I think you know. I know historically it's not accurate, but we need Hotep Sophia on to to see that on a spiritual level, buck breaking is real because they have to feminize the black male, and oh, it's man. just my Th God. well. Think of all the movies that came out like in the 2000s where uh, black yeah. men. Were, yeah, Dave uh, wearing Chappelle white. talked about that. Dave Chappelle said that he was offered a movie role and they told him to put on a dress. And he said, no, I'm noticing a pattern here. I'm noticing a trend here. And then he got blacklisted for, for a short while before making his comeback. <laughs> Must have been the mid-2000s. I Wait, think is that it, what, was, it, it was Perfume Nashus. Yeah. yeah, he said like all, like all black men in films now, this is what Jack said, is like basically Donald Glover. Like that's what they want the model of like this, this like, you remember that film White Chips? Everything's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to Donald Glover, I remember uh, seeing him live when he was doing this thing called Mystery Team. But even before that, he was in Derek Comedy. He did this video called Bro Rape. I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> oh my god. They were uh, they had like the uh, portable game cubes and the uh, uh, what was it? Their favorite band was well. They said the Fish Farewell Tour was an all-you-can-rape buffet, but I, I'm not too familiar with Fish. Like, is Fish a very bro type of uh, type of a uh, band? Uh, maybe, but but is the bro rape connected at all to Lindsay Elsa's rape rap? I don't oh, think I, so. No. Yeah. Wait, no. Was okay. She that, was she the nostalgia chick or? Am I yeah, nostalgia yes. chick made a rape rap. It was a rap about raping, and it's like. She tried to bury it in under history, but it's still on YouTube. So, so go find it while you can. It's it's a gem. Wow, it's funny, right, folks. Sorry, I just want to interrupt real quick because I'm gonna go. head out. And uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Definitely Christmas. legit. We got to do the definitely legit feature film, like an ABC Family f uh, flick. I think that's oh, gonna God. be great. Where we it's have an actual like, uh... cop. Sir, go on. Yeah. Well, it'll like I wrote on Twitter before. It'll be an actual like collie, you know, lassie dog. You will voice it, 
and you are going to infiltrate like a Silicon Valley family home and you'll be like, you know, indoctrinating uh, the uh, the kids there and stuff like that. I think it'll be fun. <laughs> I thought it'd be more like the incel movie, but that's fine. Oh, we'll get we'll get uh, Charles and Vidi on, on this. And uh, never mind. Never mind. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, we got Andrew um, Meyer. Andrew. Come, come in Alex here. Come join. To direct it. That's the only thing. Oh God, I, 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 I don't know. I, I really think that that's such a cursed movie. Uh, but uh, it is uh, for sure. Andrew, Andrew, I'm gonna send you a link. Come in here. Come into the Christmas chat. We're gonna talk about Jesus and the Kabbalah. I, th I think it'll be cool. All so, right. Well, you guys have a good one. I'll, I'll head out and uh, take care. Love you guys. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Oh man, definitely legit. He's great. And I do want to make this film if, because I think it'll be really fun to see the faces on people who have no idea what Definitely Legit is and just to see like a family movie with this friendly looking dog, you know, like live action family movie with this dog, but you know, it's a subversive dog. And that I think that, that would be like the equivalent of what they used to do in Fight Club where they used to have like, uh, you remember in Fight Club, they used to take like the the uh, pornos and put them in between. Yeah, the they put movies. like one second so it'd be subliminal and, and people weren't quite sure if it was there, if it was just their mind. But exactly. it was there. Just well, enough to make people doubt. Yeah. So this, this would be more of like a neo-reactionary version of that. So taking like, uh, yeah. a woke, like a more woke theme, but then applying other reactive elements from the dog within that. And that would be definitely legit. So that's coming. <laughs> That's coming. A lot uh, is gonna come along. Anyway, um, we have some comments over here. We have Andrew Meyer who said Lev is getting coal for Christmas. Andrew Meyer, please come in here. I'll send you a link. We have Ding Dong who says humble yourself before the absolute Tao, etc., and let it flow through you. And then you will naturally flow and won't be distracted by spontaneous emotions. That's a that's a good advice. That's good. Honestly, I think a lot of us are handling it pretty well. I don't know as far as regular people, though, who were not as used to being as extremely online as us. It it's still Christmas. sucks, though, not having, like, going to a family sure. on Christmas. Yeah. It really does, it yeah. It's, it does, it's definitely doing my Guys, thing. I'm back. It, you know, hey. it's, been, it's been a fucking while, but I have, I have just been uh, working my ass off today. It's been a very busy day for me. So I haven't talked so much. I've been running errands all throughout the house. Your your bones are all tired. Oh, oh, geez, my bones are rattling right now. It's <laughs> it's rough. I'm cleaning recycling cans. I'm doing the dishes. I'm picking up clothes. It's a lot of preparation that needs to be done in this household before we're ready to have Christmas dinner. How's the we're webcam? Having, oh, the webcam. You know what? You'd you'd re you'd really disappointed because I'm about to tell you some terrible news. OBS for some reason has denied my uh, my virtual cam and it refuses what? to work. I know. Oh my God, Listen, wow. I, I'm telling you, I, I've got a webcam from 2004. Um, oh, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't really work like an actual webcam. I have to get the camera app and use that, uh, and then I have to stream the image of the camera through OBS and then use a virtual cam software to like stream the camera it's i have to I, it's a whole rigmarole it really is a lot of steps i have what to if do you to just get use this your, uh, what if you just use your phone would that work you know what i i see the camera the thing about the camera is that it's so bad i it, it would be unable for me to dox myself because you can barely make out a picture oh, you know I see. so i i think the camera would be too high quality uh, or at least high quality i'm just, not comfortable with could, going 
you could smudge it. Maybe. I think I, I should just know. like put some grease on it, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My, I do have this mask and all, but I really was looking forward to getting this this shitty camera to work, and it, it, strangely enough, it has. And I used it last night, but I guess it's just not. It doesn't want to work with me tonight. I've reinstalled OBS backwards and forwards, and it still refuses to work. So I'm Wait, sorry. Wait, do, do you have do you have the uh, capture of the camera on your computer right now? It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you do this? What if you take your cell phone and just point it to the screen? So that'll be even more. Oh, you know, well, I wonder. Gonna... But then I feel like oh it would. I, I've got like filters on the other one. I really, I, I'm, I really want you guys to see this. I really could be cool, but uh, you know what? I guess better luck next time. I suppose I, I'll keep workshopping. I want to see it, but I'll, uh, I'll give it a shot, guys. I'll keep, I'll keep reinstalling it on his song. Cause I really want to show you guys the skeleton mask and my skeleton gloves and. All the filters and goof, goofy little and is it red? And stuff. Oh, it's you better believe it's red. Oh God! You bet your bottom Man, that, dollar that that's, that, that thing a, is red. That would be a real Christmas present. And I really, I want to give you that present. I want to give the stream that present. And I'm, did, I'm trying did my hard. Did anybody here get presents for Christmas like you used to? Uh, I I think I I'm getting a sweatshirt. Yeah, I'm getting. I get perf I get cologne from my aunt. That's oh, it. that's sweet. I think I think I'm getting a sweatshirt. Dude, I, I love myself, giving Christmas uh, presents. Hey, I, I, I sent uh, Nya uh, and Bane a letter. Though. Oh, thank you very much. I sent Epic. them a letter. Oh, yeah, my I literally just finished writing Scode's letter, and I'm sending it out. Yeah. I'm going to love it. I, I think I sent you guys a really great letter. I think you guys are going to love that. I wish I could have done more, though. I wish I, I could have sent more. I'll show my present on the New Year's stream. It's like this glass thing my, my friend gave me. It's like the Tree of Life thing. Cool. My oh, other is... friend bought me a head strap for my for my painting videos because it's too much of a hassle to like set like have like the pole like the camera boon like in the middle of my crotch while I'm trying to like paint over it like ah it's not it's not happening. Well, <laughs> so speak, speaking Frank of Castle, painting, I have my insulin pump on this on the, my head right there. So, but by, by the way, speaking, I, speaking of painting, Patreon.com. Slash break the rules real quick. I just want to say, Geo, you are offering. Well, before we say fifty dollars patrons, twenty dollars patrons are going to get my father's beautiful magnets. You know the drill. Look how beautiful they are. And for thirty dollars, you are going to get Giovanni Penichetti's amazing, amazing, amazing Japanese woodblock style prints from the TFW No GF series. And for fifty dollars, you are going to get a custom magnet. And on top of that, you are going to get what, Geo? Well, all the other tiers. So you'll get like a print, uh, two magnets with like one custom, one already made. And you will get um, a a painting. Like it's it's about the same size as the woodcuts, but uh, from these Bob Ross uh, acrylic painting sketches that I do, that I pump out quite, quite frequently. So you'll get one of those as well. Uh, and... Yeah, a random one, of course, uh, but I'll pick it. It's mm. going to be nice. Depending on the season, it'll be seasonal too. So if you subscribe in the winter, I'll give you a winter one. If you subscribe in the spring, I'll give you like a more of a colorful spring uh, happy trees one. So yeah, that's, nice. that's what we're going to do. And, and also, I keep forgetting, all patrons have early access to all the uh, audio versions of these streams. That is the thing that I completely forget to mention, so I'm going to mention it right now. You guys also can go to captivate.fm slash break the rules. You can see the link above, and that is the audio versions of our show. We are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. 
go there or B square. Get our numbers. And D live. We keep forgetting. And D live. Oh, true. poor D live. We cannot. We cannot relegate D live. Uh, D live is great. I love the fact that things are things like that are out there, and they better fucking be out there. Cause I don't know. I don't know about YouTube with uh, the Biden administration. What a. Uh, I don't know. Geo, uh, do you have any thoughts on uh, on what's coming down? The waterworks. I would well, buy D live stocks if they were available for sure. <laughs> what's this Bitch thing about D live stocks? Yeah, yeah, invest in D live. Uh, I think they only take Bitcoin. <laughs> um, what is uh, this thing about copyright on YouTube? Like, it's going to be easier to strike people, or uh, if they don't have their your permission or some shit. I don't know. It's they always try to screw over. Uh, I don't know. YouTube has always fought these battles. I don't know. I don't know what, what's going to happen with Biden. But mm. I, I mean, granted, it like if Trump pulls some Herculean victory, I mean, who knows? But uh, yeah. So anyways, I actually have to go right now. Um, but what's going to happen next week, Lev? We have some exciting shows next week. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So next week we are going to have the great and powerful Charles Carroll of MDE and uh, many other amazing things. The uh, newlywed husband of BTR regular Afina Hayat. So yeah. uh, he is he is coming in, and uh, that is going to be. I will tell you the date right now. I'm just loading a spreadsheet. That'll be on Tuesday, December 29th, and Thursday, December 31st is our New Year's Eve stream. That's happening, and then Tuesday, January 5, Paul Talk is going to be joining us for some Paul Talk. And that's uh, going to be very exciting. I know that he had I'm a bone to I'm going to, to own him so hard. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> and then Thursday, January 7th, we have Alexander Bard and uh, Arash Kolaki, who is a uh, so, uh, socialist economist. They're going to be talking Tuesday, January 12th. We're having a cyberpunk uh, day basically talking about cyberpunk so anybody who you guys know isn't decide and i'm not even talking about the video game i'm talking about like the entire genre no, if there's no, anybody no. if there's anybody you guys know and maybe yourselves who are interested in talking about that uh just let us know and uh then i am looking at other dates over here in the future what is awaiting us we are definitely going to be planning a sonic the hedgehog stream we're going to be planning a pokemon stream and we're going to have owen cyclops on january 28th this is like way 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 ahead but i just want to let you guys know that and we are also going to have gino samuel of the uh creator wow. of the chris chan documentary he's going to be joining us later on i believe in the very beginning of march so look out for that and geo your birthday was yesterday so I just yes, want to wish you, you again happy birthday to the great birthday, Giovanni thanks boys anyways I gotta go eat now with the fam so uh, I will see you I will have definitely have more time on the New Year's stream because like with my family New Year's is just another day like that's a bullshit made up holiday in my opinion but yeah I don't know unless there's some significance to it um, I think New Year's is just an excuse for like I don't know yuppies to get drunk or something. Yeah, shouldn't Christmas be New Year's <laughs> technically speaking? Because yeah, that's when the sun get, starts coming figure. back up again. So anyway, yeah, and so I'll see you all, boys. So boys and uh, maybe girl. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, tsunami. Okay, so I'll see you all. See ya. Merry Enjoy. Fuck you. Enjoy, Gio. Fuck so this that guy. Ah, oh, come on. Well, okay. uh, now we are going to have Blue Shoe, I believe. He's going to be coming in. Hotep Sophia is going to be coming in. We may, awesome. have Fat, we may have Fat Corp coming in as well. We are going to have to see. 
And uh, before they come in, I'm going to be keeping track because I'm not sure how long this is going to be. We have a comment from Ecclesiast Orev. Lev, I'd like to return for the cyberpunk uh, stream. It shall be done. So I want to turn to you guys and ask you this. I was watching a Justin Murphy video where he was talking about uh, going to Texas. He's moving now from Montana to Austin, and he says how important it is to actually be around people. You know, like, uh, I think in New York I want to do a similar thing. I want to have live BTR events later on as we keep growing and invite a lot of you guys too. I know Tsuyami uh, and Bane, you guys aren't that far away, so uh, that yeah, could no, be a no, possibility. Yeah, yeah for, sure, for sure lot closer than you think but the other thing that he was meant oh uh, byzantium archon asks real fod or fake fod well what i'm gonna do and i already told him this is i'm gonna ask him to speak russian in the beginning so we can make sure he's the real fod corp and that's how i'll know either is fine maybe okay so when it comes to not just moving to texas and meeting with all these people but also starting this new educational system like he's doing where you have these uh classes that you sign up for online and it talks about all these big brain topics philosophy and things like that i see that as being the future for college and i see a lot of colleges as being bullshit and there's no reason to pay all that tuition money uh but uh he also said something to us when he was on the stream that the more canceled you become the more value starts to uh, grow for you because people like the forbidden fruit aspect. And do you think a similar thing is going to be happening with uh, all of you guys, or all of us, basically, like if the censorship starts to uh, ratchet up? No. No. I'm <laughs> I, I, think, you I, are. I, I don't think I don't it's know. a matter of forbidden fruit, actually. I don't think it's, it's that. I think it's a matter of when you like something, and, there, and if you like something, a genre or a type of food or whatever, and you know someone and they say, oh, I hate that. That's my least favorite thing in the world. You know for sure that you're going to enjoy it too. So like you're very, Lev, you're very clear about what this podcast is, what your opinions are on freedom, what your opinions are on, on the chat, letting it people, letting people say whatever they want. Like that right there is great. Cause you know, it's funny because we talk about trigger warnings and how trigger warnings are bullshit or all that. But that's the best trigger warning there is because that, that lets everyone who wants this kind of stuff know that they're welcome and everyone who doesn't, know that they're not welcome so it's like the perfect filter so it's not a matter of like being you know having the lure it's a matter of like knowing your audience and knowing who wants to watch you which is really what i'm all about you know um like you know like that's my opinion with comedy people say we need political correctness or we just need to be sensitive i think it's the exact opposite what people need is to is to know how to read a room you know there's certain jokes i like i've got friends of mine i can say whatever i want with them whatever but like around my mom and my grandma, you know, not the same thing. And a lot of people don't know that. And I think a lot of millennials don't know how to read a room. So that's why they go to a comedy show and they get offended. They're like, oh, I didn't know that was going to be on the table that no one should ever joke about that ever. But that's not how it works. You know, there's no warning. Um, yeah, they live in an artificial room. And it's, yeah, it's exactly. But the other hand, like, and I'm not saying like, we should, you know, I'm not saying censor yourself. I'm not saying all that. But, you know, moms and grandmas, you can't say the same thing to your best friend. But that's not a matter of political correctness. That's just you being socially intelligent. So um, what, what we want is not is, is people who are socially intelligent. So and I think that's what you're going to get. So I think that's what you're after. Definitely. And uh, when it comes to uh, doing these streams for uh, 2021, we may get some pushback. We may not. I have no fucking idea. But uh, I... I think we should just go with the flow, and I really appreciate the fact that we are able to have on the stream 
people from all over, like we had before, Jessica Deloach, who says that she would love to come back, and I want to plan a stream, and I really want to get on this stream uh, a, lo a lot of people having to do with, uh, you know, infrastructure, transportation, so when the people, uh, well, for those who don't know who Jessica Deloach is, I just want to say again, she was the staffer on Pete Buttigieg's campaign, and she was the personal assistant of Pete Buttigieg's husband. So this is someone who is as outside of the extremely online sphere as you yeah. can get. But I want to have her on with Alex Forrest. And she's I contact... a federal agent. She's very online. I mean, come on. Well, down. I mean, yes, but that's a different kind of online. And in fact, I think it's good. I think it's good to keep the... Fa uh, the keep the spooks closer so to speak so i i don't think it's a bad thing if she is a spook which i don't know maybe she is maybe she isn't regardless <laughs> she's a great person on the stream she was great with us and she's very smart and whether she's an agent or not i don't know maybe she is maybe she but is. Whether she's a spook, when she was on we could say whatever the the fuck we yeah, want yeah she was say cool. whatever we please and that, that was enough you know yeah well it shows that she's a fucking adult that's the other thing yeah exactly like, like she is, uh, she is not somebody who is going to be offended by uh, zero HP Lovecraft coming in and uh, talking about all the things he he, he likes to uh, talk about there. So uh, we need more people like that. No, I'm serious. We need more. We need more FBI people. We need more CIA people. I want to bring in like past CIA agents and uh, you know generals. I want to bring in people from DARPA. And you know what? Why 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 can't I? Why not? Why why do you want to bring them on? They're just going to lie to you. It doesn't matter. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't matter what uh, people like that are are going to say, because I think it's generally interesting to have a conversation about these are the things that we see there being a problem with. Like whether they're going to say, oh, we have this technology or we don't, That that's besides the point. What I want to do is I want to see, like, regardless of whatever obfuscations are happening, that there are just certain very common sense things that we can all agree on, which is a problem. And whether there are other things going on behind the scenes that I'm not aware of, I don't fucking know. And if they're not going to tell me, then I'm not going to know. But if they are going to agree with us still on some very based common things, like what I was trying to do with like uh, uh, Bohemian Grove that time with... Uh, yeah, with exactly. The, uh, you know what I mean with the... Uh, I'm not even going yeah. to say your name. The point yeah, is, is that, I think, yeah. um, I think there's a real power though in inviting kind of one of these more mainstream people and like just sharing, like, like they just, them just sharing an opinion and you're like, you know what? I don't agree with that. Like there's a lot of power in just like standing up sure. and saying like, no, I don't have to believe in everything you say just because you're of this high position, which is also something good about the show because no one's forced to agree with anybody. Mm. But also I don't even see among like, a, 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 again, like somebody like uh, Jessica, I don't see somebody like her having a social justice warrior position at all, like we just said. So yeah. whatever position she has, I think that they are still going to be very, uh, you know, very, very well made. But there are certain things that I think are still gaps. So when Gio was uh, here for an earlier podcast, he was talking about the favelization he anticipates happening. What I mean by that is like, you know, having the poor get poor, becoming this permanent underclass and having this technocracy rule over them, you know, like the usual like Alex Jones stuff as far as a potential bad future. Now, in order to get from where we are right now, which isn't the greatest, but again, compared to other states you can be in, not the worst, to that favelization of the United States, 
there are still a few steps that have to be gone through. And what I want to see when we get people like this on uh, is, can we go through these steps and can we see, like, would it lead to what we're talking about here? And if you don't think it would, then why wouldn't it? And if you think it would, why would it? Yeah, that would be interesting. You're right. Because right now, not even Geo, I think, was able to, or nobody really, hmm. go through the process and say, this is exactly why we are going to go from this state, which is, you know, COVID lockdown. Uh, I mean, we, we still aren't at the state, I believe, where you are not allowed to go from one state to the other. You know, like all the stuff that they're talking about, like these, uh, you know, uh, border uh, border patrols, things like that on a state basis. I don't know what's happening in New York, but the people who have traveled, they haven't really encountered this. So yeah, maybe I don't that's... Know how it works in the US and the UK, uh, it's all perception. So we're in, I'm in tier four, um, which is the highest tier you can be in. And it essentially means that you, you're not allowed to travel outside of your county, um, which is the equivalent of, of a US state, I suppose. Um, and it's minimized um but there's no police on the roads i i do whatever i want i drive my today i drove my car to a different county because i went to see a friend but um but people's mind in within people's minds they assume that um there are border checks and they're all of this and none of that's going to happen because they don't the government at least in, at least in the uk don't have the resources to 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 spend on this like ultra security uh you know jackboots kicking in your door kind of environment it's not the way it's going to happen in my opinion it's going to be the opposite it's going to be there's going to be far in the future there's going to be far less uh policing than um is required and so it's going to be more chaotic as opposed to more like uh totalitarian sort of, uh, mm. so you dominant. anticipate that a uh, richer areas will have their own like private security force and uh, poorer areas where we'll just have to get by on, you know, being st being street smart and just uh, watching over one shoulder. Yeah, the UK will be in, I don't know, unless things change drastically, um, for a lot of people in the UK, it'll be a mixture between South Africa and the movie Children of Men. Like, it, it'll be kind of like that. Oof. Man, uh, there are so, so, so many different things people, to... Uh... A lot of people like me who are taking measures to create my immediate environment um fortified in various different ways whether that's through community um you know food uh learning new skills learning how to grow food learning how to defend oneself yeah exactly and then you'll be absolutely fine yeah. you'll be absolutely fine but for most people who are incapable Definitely. of living like a, a quote-unquote natural life they don't understand where their food source comes from so they just they don't understand yeah uh, logistics at all they don't, and, know how to, they don't understand how to operate without electricity or hot or yeah yeah and it will it will yeah. suck like for them yeah no well because then at the same at the same time they've made their bed in the, in that respect yeah like, yes, you know, yes. they've given them a chance to hmm. to think to have some foresight um especially now like you know most people i speak to <sighs> the people i speak to are very much like me because i have created a um uh, a community around me but you know for for old friends that i used to have it was far that they they assume that things are going to be fine in january mm. they're not going to be fine in january and then they, and then when it comes they'll assume that things will be fine in march 
but it's not going to be fine in March. And it's just continue until, you know, it's the future is going to be far more like the hollow men than it is going, you know, that, that T.S. Eliot. Um, yeah. Which is basically well, a bad. Orpheus, um, a win Orpheus it's super interesting that you say that because I'm noticing this big cognitive dissonance between a lot of like urbanites because um, I kind of warned them because I believe in the collapse and I warned them about collapse and I kind of kind of encourage them to do the things we're talking about right now. And they'll say, oh, we'll be fine. But then when any little kind of news story comes out, they freak out and they say that everything's going to, like the world's going to end in a year, everything's going to go crazy. Um, and we all need to do something right now immediately. So I want, do you have any explanation for this? Why someone would, you know, think that they don't have to do anything to prepare, prepare for a potential catastrophe, but they also think that like everyone and all the, all the world governments need to come together as one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, no, to prevent I, some I, kind of apocalypse happening in one year, because I find that very contradictory. I know a lot of people who believe have that. I don't, I don't necessarily think there will be a collapse in the way that like people, like preppers would think it would be. You know, that we will, there will be, there are already massive uh, disruptions in, in food supplies. But what will happen is people won't go starving, but the food that we that they eat will just have no nutrition. And so over time, they were, I'm sorry to get <laughs> depressive, but over no, time, fine. Fine. Can, over time you know, they'll, they'll start to realize why is, why is everyone in a perpetual state of illness and dis-ease? Um, but they won't realize because... Um, you know, they will be satisfied with their various yeah. trinkets. And tap water is another issue. Into, That's also oh, a big yeah. concern for me is, is chemicals within the water. Yeah, all that, exactly. Chemicals. Well, you can still water. drink it, but what will chemicals it do? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. That's something that people don't keep in mind. No, yeah, the collapse will be a slow degradation to, so the spirit of, of man is yeah. nothing more than these embers burning in their gut and, and you know, and they're full of parasites and that sort of thing. It won't be jackboots kicking in your door. It exactly, won't be yeah. SS troops marching down the local town street. It's really what's in the popular psyche. Whenever people imagine an apocalypse or dystopia, it's always so over the top. But I, but in real life, I don't think it would work that way because how do you mm -hmm. get against someone's trust? You well, it, uh, it, it, did work, it did work that way in the USSR. At least uh, out of all that, that's the closest uh, that it that it came to. I mean, other communist uh, nations as well. But sure, there, yeah. it, it's it's interesting. There was that you guys heard of uh, Alexei Navalny. So yeah. he was the guy who never, was running. Never heard of him. So he was the guy who was running against Putin. So even though in Russia they have like uh, you know uh, controlled opposition presidential candidates, he was actually the real deal. Like he was not a controlled opposition. He was uh, against Putin and his policies and uh, CIA they, uh, controlled opposition. Oh boy! Well, hold on. We're gonna get into that because it's funny that they <laughs> kept bringing up CIA regarding uh, his poisoning, which is absolute bullshit because they're wasn't any need at all for the cia to find something that was publicly available that you and i could find as far as the research that he used to find out who it was that poisoned him which was the russian government so for those who don't know navalny he was the uh anti-putin uh uh, candidate and he got poisoned the way that he got poisoned was his uh underwear as well as other clothing uh these uh guys was he mormon he no not mormon but not, uh not he underwear. wore this uh he wore this blue underwear and uh he was constantly underwear, being yeah. tailed by these um fsb agents 
who are kind of like, uh, you know, they're kind of thuggish looking, but uh, some of them also were in, um, you know, they were chemists and they knew how to make these poisons and they knew how to administer the poisons. But it's a very nuanced thing where you wouldn't always get it right. And uh, when they went to his hotel room, they put the poison in his shirts, in his underwear, and other parts of his clothing, so that when he went to um, the uh, airport and then the airplane, he started feeling really sick. He went to the bathroom, and then the plane, it was, uh, it was going to land, an emergency landing in, um, I don't know which city it was, but anyway, when the plane landed, the, um, the dispatchers told them that there are mines on the uh, airfield. So just think about that for a second. That was their excuse. They wanted to delay as much as possible the flight going down so that the um, emergency vehicles wouldn't arrive in time and he would, he would die. But that didn't end up happening. They did not take that bullshit. I mean, think about that for a second. Just like, what a ridiculous statement that there are mines on the airfield. Why would there be mines on the airfield, like in a uh, Russian airport? In Minecraft. In my, well, there we go. But anyway, mm -hmm. he landed, the emergency services took him, and that was yeah, pretty yeah. much responsible for him um, living to that period. And then afterwards, there were calls that were made. You know, Germany made a call. Uh, some other countries ended up making a call as well to uh, Putin to finally get this guy free. What they were trying to do is they were trying to delay, delay, delay so that uh, by the time he'd get out, they wouldn't have found the uh, poison agent. But they did end up finding the poison agent. Not just that, but uh, I will send you the video later. It's a really interesting video where Navalny, he managed to track down the actual people who were in charge of uh, you know, murdering him as well as the people who took his clothing and were uh, in charge of, like, washing it off, washing the poison off. And he managed to, like, he called, like, 15 or so people. All of them hung up. Like, he pretended to be a um, an FSB agent. But finally, he got one guy who split, uh, who basically spilt the beans. And he said everything, how exactly it was done. And he was also wondering, like, wait a minute, is this okay that we're talking on an open line? And it's like, yeah, sure it is. And he goes, okay, fine. So it's a very interesting video, but the reason why I mention it is the and alexander nevzorov uh, who's a famous uh, russian uh, commentator he made a point about this about how far the russian fsb has fallen in comparison to what the kgb was like because if this was the kgb ussr days what they would have done is they would have had their own emergency services at the ready to pick this guy up to give him like fake uh, fake medicine so that he would just die off they didn't think of that so they basically got, and they would have had their own pilots in the fucking airplane. So it was a very shittily done operation, which for me just, uh, it, it goes to show me that the glory days of this high functioning intelligence apparatus in the, uh, in Russia at least, is no more. And they're just working with a bunch of idiots when it comes to trying to get rid of their opponents. Yeah. Uh, Lev, I have a book recommendation for you. Glory days are, they've, in the same way that communism was um, given to the people of Eastern Europe overtly and then to the people of Western Europe subvertedly through, you know, the institutions over decades, you could say the same thing about the, um, 
intelligence agencies. Like there's no, they no longer really have to focus and, and try their hardest in Russia or Belarus for, for all these places. Whereas like they, you know, they're, they're going to pull out all the stops in the West because, um, you know, that's their new bastion. That's their, their vanguard is, is no longer in the East, it's now in the West, but it's, it's the same thing. It's just transitioned over, perhaps. Well, I'm a little bit confused. What exactly transitioned over? My uh, my cell phone just died right now. I'm going to have to uh, charge it back up again. But I do hear the you. The, the practices of the intelligence agencies, um, you know, the most... Uh, in, it's, it is my opinion that, um, you know, at the senior management level of all intelligence, intelligence agencies, that it's the, it's the same whether it's Mossad, CIA, MI6, okay, the, the old KGB. But their focus of intent is in the West now rather than in the East, you know, and so, so they they might be lacking and be pretty, um, have not much coordination in the East, but in the West, they, they will apply those sort of old, old tactics that they did in, in the, uh, the era of the KGB. Well, it really depends, though, because if we're talking about these old tactics, I mean, sure, we have things that we can look at and say, you know, mm-hmm. this is no good. We have this fucking, uh, you know, the uh, Epstein Island, you know, no good, you know, not not great. But if we are comparing that to the amount of uh, bad shit that was done by the KGB to people on a regular basis, and these are people that were just like lightly speaking out against something like what was done here which would have uh, been done multiple times in previous administrations during the USSR. This is honestly, uh, you know, this is, it would be the equivalent of somebody either poisoning, you know, Trump or Biden, you know, as far as yeah, knocking yeah, you're out right. an opposition yeah. candidate. I mean, this is why it's important for me to say, like, look, America's got its own problems, but when it comes to actually identifying how bad things could get, I think we can use that as a good barometer to say, okay, by the time people well, are pulling this shit, then we know. I'll give you one more. Not just Seth, Seth Rich, but also that journalist guy who had that, uh, that's not self-driving Hastings. car, but that robot Hastings. car. Hastings. Yes, Michael Hastings. But, oh, that's yeah. like two, but that's like two. So we have two people here comparing to how many people were eliminated in the entire history of the USS fucking R. Yeah, so, yeah no, I, I think, okay, I agree. It's not as extreme. That we know of. Uh, that, that's all we know of. There could be many yeah. more. Hmm, well, yeah. there are many that we know of actually from Russia. I will, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you Aman and the rest of you guys as well. I'll send you a list of the people who have been eliminated in these recent years by the uh, uh, by the Russian government, as well as like in the USSR before that. There's probably a countless, I mean, countless amounts of people if we're talking about the gulags, but beyond the yeah. gulags, just in general, like um, it is so much and it is so frequent which is why, like, I know, Oman, you're, you, you think Putin is based and all that. And, look, I respect your opinion. But to me, Russia is a prime example of a Potemkin village. They can't be as callous in the West as they, as they can in Eastern Europe because, because the, the previous 80 years of relative prosperity and, certain, like, some decades of extreme prosperity and then other yeah. of decline just mean that like it would stick out like a sore thumb and you can't you, you can't do those things and so you know it has to be inseminated carefully and slowly like if i was if i was a spook that's how i would go about it in the west i wouldn't i wouldn't just do it openly 
well, then it would have to be as natural of a death as possible if we're talking about that. But then I would be curious, like, who were the people who, let's say, to entertain the possibility of this, which, sure, like, I want to entertain the possibility that these things would happen here, too. But then let's break it down. The people who we know that have uh, met with unfortunate circumstances, how like we talk, you know, Seth Rich, uh, Michael Hastings, but beyond that, what are some people who may have died like a natural, quote-unquote, natural death that we could say like, oh, maybe they were looking into certain things they weren't supposed to and they were gotten, you know, they were gotten rid of. I just don't know right now. Like, if you guys know any people like that, then those would be the candidates to look at as far as this more intricate way of doing it. But again, I would still lean on the side of, like, we have our own pricks. By we, I mean the United States. The United States has its own pricks. But at the same time, it's like, I don't like the comparison of, you know, well, Russia's just the same, uh, America's just the same as Russia, no different. Like, yeah, if you need the extent of, uh... of, the, of the bullshittery that goes on there, it's like, there's a reason why I live here and not there. I'm not trying to say it's the same or anything, but there's definitely dirt that's going on in Canada. Like one that uh, a guy, like a, a pharmaceutical couple, they were murdered mysteriously in a very professional manner. I think it was last year. There were a bunch of uh, finance people who died in very, you know, mysterious ways, and the news just kind of uh, washed over it. People die and people get killed all the time. Business is always business, and murder is always on the table, no matter where you are. No, no government can stop that. I, I'm there, not saying Russia or anything. It's just it's just natural. It's not something to really. Well, there's a slight slight difference. Uh, what I think is going on here, the murders you're talking about, it does seem to me more like these people. They might as well be in the fucking mafia if we're talking about all these business types. They've got a lot of dirty laundry, yada yada yada. They're kind of in that club. If we're talking about them, I could see where you're coming from. Definitely. But if we're talking about like uh, anti-government, like, you know, various, you know, various people who speak out against whatever the government's doing, then we're talking about something different. And I want to distinguish these two things because America and Canada, for all of its faults, we still have dissidents in here who voice their opinion. Sure, you could say, oh, they're controlled opposition, whatever, whatever. But still, like. Even us right now, I'm, we're talking on the stream and we're able to voice our opinions. And even if YouTube censors us or whatever, there are other options that are growing the more of the censorship is going on. And I don't find myself worrying like I'm actually pretty fucking calm right now, even with the Biden administration, that I'm not going to be thrown in fucking jail and neither will you. I mean, we'll see what happens as the years roll on. Like I said before, we have yeah. we have an indicator of how bad things can get by looking at countries like Russia. But the one distinction that I want to make here, Amon, is like you could be absolutely right when it comes to a lot of these business types. They, you know, they can wind up in certain precarious positions. But if we still have people voicing their dissent against the government and those are not the people that are getting killed then we're not in as bad of a place as we could be otherwise. Lev, there's a, a book I wanted to reference right now because there's a really good story about Russia. The book is called Nothing is True and Everything is Possible, The Surreal Heart of the New Russia by Peter Pomerantsev. I really recommend it. And he basically talks about uh, the Russian, like the Russian have their own, the Russians have their own version of the FDA that makes sure what, com what chemicals are legal and which ones aren't just like we have here. But the guy that's now running it was actually one of the guys that was supposed to be 
president of Russia. Like he's supposed to take Putin's place, but he didn't get it. Putin ended up getting it. So he's this really vindictive, bitter guy. And the thing about their FDA is that when they declare a chemical is illegal, it becomes illegal overnight and no one knows about it until it's too late. <laughs> so what happened is this woman who owned a pharmaceutical company got arrested because she owned a lot of chemicals because she was manufacturing and processing a lot of chemicals, which overnight became illegal. And she was thrown in prison. She was given no trial. And I basically found out that the entire thing was actually a power grab by this Russian version of the FDA versus some other organizations. So a lot of innocent people actually get caught in the crossfire when these different government agencies have bones to pick with each other because they think they should be getting more funding or more power than the other government agency. And this uh, this FDA, again, this Russian, I forget what they're called, let me look it up. But the, it's the Russian equivalent of the FDA. Um, but they actually got into uh, like an armed fight with um, some security officers at an airport at one point. I, I highly recommend the book, Nothing is True and Everything is Possible. And I'm looking into the Russian FDA. Which I'm gonna look up. Thank you. I'm going to check that out. Whoa, what is going on with the audio? Hold on. You are, uh, you are fading out right now. Can you hear me now? Hello? Yes, Hello? I can. Yes, I can. I also want to say that it is not the Russian equivalent of the FDA. I am wrong. It is the Russian. Um, it is the Russian organization that maintains chemicals and which chemicals are safe and not. So it wouldn't be the FDA. It'd be more like the Russian equivalent of NIOSH or something like that. Interesting. Well, the other thing, by the way, about these uh, chemicals, if we're talking about the poisons, another issue that needs to be brought up here is that because, you know, like someone was mentioned, like the Slavic incompetence. Yes. Like the problem here is that with these chemicals, even if they're just going after one dude, they are liable to poison an entire. And I believe this has happened uh, several times, like they can poison like an entire uh an entire housing complex, you know, like entire families would be sick from this stuff that was meant for an individual person. So that is the other uh, worry. Here. I mean, the whole idea of saying like, oh, we can't land here. There's mines just feels that they didn't really think it out very well, you know? No, well, they I don't think they are the best people equipped for the job. Like somebody was mentioning Martin K in the chat was mentioning Beria. And yeah, if there was a Beria and if there were people like that, then it would be a different story. But I really think like uh, Putin and uh, the other people around his age, they're kind of like the last generation. They're like the last generation that was taught by the KGB people. I mean, they're KGB themselves, but they were like yeah. taught by the OGs. And uh, they still have that same mentality. And the problem here is I would actually fucking love for Russia to become an ally of the U.S. and go after China. I think that would be the best case scenario. But like I mentioned before, and I could show you examples like uh, Russia was selling off. Not no, not even selling off. They were fucking giving away islands that, uh, you know, after World War Two, they got them. Same thing with J Japanese islands. Like the Russians got <laughs> Japanese islands, aren't giving those away. Those poor Japanese, they're not getting those fucking islands back. But the Chinese, they're getting those islands back. Yeah. And uh, as well as all the Siberian land that's being uh, occupied by the Chinese people right now. That's Russian territory. It's Russian land. Yet the Chinese are going in there and nobody's really doing anything about it. That's like on, that's on the southern half on the half of uh, Russia that's, like, occupied by uh, Chechnya. That's a whole other fucking story, where uh, Putin 
originally he was, uh, you know, he started up the uh, Russia-Chechnya war, the second one. But mm -hmm. then after that, he made this alliance with Kadyrov. And for those who don't know about Kadyrov, he's like the the guy who runs Chechnya now. He has a specific tribe, like a uh, Game of Thrones style, you know, very medieval type, uh, you know, dealings there. Where his tribe got the favor of the president, so his tribe gets money. And I don't even want to call uh, like it's tribute. That's what it is. It's tribute. Yeah. The Russian government. Which, is by the way, tribute. this goes on all the time in multiple countries, especially in Afghanistan. Like that's just, yeah. Afghanistan and I and um and in Mosul in Iraq. Like that's just the way of things. Whenever there's a new dictator or a new leader, they have to pay tribute to the tribal lord. To this day, like well, just, just, just tribal yeah. But, but just to be clear here, the, this is the Russian people paying yeah. tribute to the Chechenians. I just said this does not surprise me. But it doesn't end there. The other uh, horrible thing here is now you have in Russian cities Chechenian dudes going What's around. What's the difference between that and the Americans paying tribute to Israel? I will explain. So Very if true. we're talking, I will explain. If we're talking about the situation in Russia right now, you have Chechenian men going around raping whoever you know, whatever uh, woman they want to rape, and they end up getting away scot free from that. They are running Russia like yeah, a bitch. and Israel is like a home for sort of uh, like pedophiles who want to escape back to back to Israel they they can just Well go we're there. we're talking about he, well here here is the difference we are talking about not somebody who is escaping from America to Israel we are talking about occupiers of russian soil who are here they're actually doing physical harm to the russian people and not only that but they have their machine guns at the ready stationed at hotels so that if the russian people at any point end up revolting against the government they are going to be at the ready to suppress that and that is a big fucking deal and that's, that's not something people pay attention to option, it sounds what it's, it's just the same as the samson option what is the samson option samson yeah let, option let's get into that you bring the building down around you it's no Samson option is Israel. Basically, they've said that if anyone attacks them, they'll they will release all of their. Um, what was it called? Like oh, a yeah, Project yeah, no, Samson. Well, yeah, if yeah. Israel gets attacked, they nuke the entire world and uh, send us into yeah, the. Yeah, we have documents age. proving that. That's yeah, real. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the same thing because uh, you know that, and I'm not saying there's no. I'm saying there's there is no difference because. To me, at least, senior management is essentially the same. Like there, there are people who don't belong to any particular nation state, and they operate as such. And and actually, these minor disputes between che Chechnya and, and Southern Russia, they don't they pale in comparison. They're, they're just there to, you know, farm like energy and money and resources and all these sorts of things. But like on a large on a large like game sphere of the entire world they're they're pretty irrelevant it's it's kind of like you know venezuela or venezuela and nicaragua doing like doing whatever it doesn't it really doesn't matter well it does matter to the people who are uh, going to be living in russia for yeah, uh, you know the years to come i mean the samson option would you just just to be clear what you're saying is that under the samson option they would nuke who they would nuke the entire world or the person who nuked them or the state the state that nuked them the, the entire world, but I might be wrong on that. Okay, but, well, no, this is something we got to check out. So oh, that, that seems Samson kind of option, excessive. It's let me, let me right? Google it right now. It's just yes. bringing so I remember reading about the Samson option before. 
Here we go. Okay. I, I, I can confirm. Samson right. Option is the name of some military analysts and authors have given to Israel's deterrent yeah. strategy of massive retaliation with nuclear weapons as a last resort against a country whose military has invaded or destroyed much of Israel. Okay, that has yeah. nothing to do with nuking the entire world. I'm sorry. Okay, but that is completely no, 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 but there the is idea. a connection. There is a connection because when you nuke a country, the country allied to that country will also join in. So it's basically, yeah. so, so you're right, nuking the entire world is not what it is, but what it is is starting nuclear war. It will create a world. Because yeah, we're still yeah. operating under mad politics. We're still operating under mutually assured destruction. Mutually yes. assured destruction never went away. The Cold War never really went away. So well, would, Amer country, would America have a different strategy here or no? Like, does it would, America, no, America does not have a different strategy. This is how it works for every country. With, with but then why is Israel being singled out? I'm just fine. I'm, I'm that's not, a good point. That <laughs> because it's saying... the scapegoat. Because Israel is always the scapegoat. And I understand. Here's the thing. Here's what I want to do. Okay, it's a scapegoat, but it's also the elephant in the room. So that's why it, like, it has to be spoken the... about. Well, I, wasn't, I wasn't arguing for one thing or another. I was just trying to describe the Samson option. That's what I was. Well, I was just trying to describe it and just trying to describe it. So we're, we're clear what the Samson right, option the is. The United States. And here's the thing, like you guys know, if you give me the worst things about Israel, I'm going to read them and I'm going to study them and I don't shy away from it. But at the same time, yeah. I also want to be realistic with what we're talking about here and what mm -hmm. we're comparing one thing to another with. So if we're talking about the situation in um, Russia right now, this is yeah. basically an occupied government by the Chechnyans as far as they are the muscle that is used against the Russian people in the case of insurrection. If mm -hmm. you look at the amount of mosques that are being built there, the amount of uh, praying that's and, and going on. And also the ties the to the Russian mob. Like, that's important. Sure. Like, we have to remember the Russian apartment bombings of uh, September 1999. That was, you know, the mob and the Chechens working directly with each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, and over here it said Mark and Kay, he started Jew at a, judo at four. Not going to say more. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Like, Putin, he has his, like, the Rothenbergs, they're friends of his going all the way back to the judo days just because, you know, they were uh, doing judo back then and they grew up with mm -hmm. each other. And so he is very loyal. Like, I will say this about Putin. He is a very loyal person to his friends. And I hope that yeah. more people have that same kind of loyalty to their yeah. friends as he does to his friends. And this FDA story that I just mentioned, the guy in charge of the, the Russian equivalent of the FDA, he was not loyal to Putin. Like, he, was a, like he, he knew Putin, he went to class with Putin, but he was a relative nobody compared to Putin, and he resents him for that. Mm. So well, yeah, shock, I mean, shock 1999 said um, more like the Samson deception. So... Uh, which yeah, I think he's basically saying that um, nuclear weapons don't exist, and again, it's just it's just a perception curation rather than a um, like this actual thing that that exists and that's going to destroy the world. And I, if if that's what he's talking about, I would tend to agree. I think most things in this world are based on people's perceptions of an outcome as opposed to the actual like potential. So it's far easier to persuade someone that something is going to happen rather than put those myriad of steps in place, then, then it potentially to happen. I know that's kind of a sort of conceptual thing to say, but does that make I, sense? It, it, uh, it, it does somewhat, but uh, my problem with a lot of these things is I want to be able to extract the greatest amount of truth as I possibly yeah. can from any of these things, or I get to a point where I could say, 
you know, history is very murky when it comes to these things. I don't know. I don't know my stance on this. There are certain things I lean on, though. Like, I lean mm -hmm. on whether it's just my own romantic uh, fascination with it. I lean on us being a species with amnesia that are way more advanced than we realize, pointing yeah, to ancient civilizations, things like that. That is something I lean on. I can't say for sure whether there was an Atlantis or Lemuria or stuff like that. And I think it is more popular today online to go into directions of, you know, doing the opposite. Like, instead of fuck you, dad, it's a uh, fuck you establishment. It's fuck you, all these, you know, things that we were taught. And I could see that being a, a good thing in certain in certain respects. But at the same time, I think people can over Shizo post. I think people could get yeah. to the point where everything just becomes a conspiracy and uh, nothing is real. He's losing okay. his mind. Nothing is real. Um, yeah, know? no, I, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. But I think it, in respect to this last year and the fact that almost almost every single country is, has operated in the, in the exact same way, according to the lockstep documents by the, by the Rockefellers that were created sort of 15 years ago, um, you know, the, these things to me it's, it's now plainly obvious maybe a year ago i would have been like yeah maybe i'm overreacting with this whole sort of like globalist new world order blah 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 but like no matter where you go it, it is essentially the same like we are operating under complete false pretenses um and we're destroying every national economy around the world and obviously like you just have to see where these things lead and, the, and at the end of them, they will lead to the destruction of all small and medium-sized businesses. And we will live in a world where we have essential workers and non-essential workers. You know, and the essential workers, like in England, we clapped for the NHS every Thursday night in this ritualized manner. Um, the essential workers, which will, they, they'll, they'll be in this sort of new medical tyranny, basically. And then the non-essential workers will be your average um, tech worker who works for for a company and he's just writing like back end code for for some some like a, I don't know some bullshit. Um, uh, uh, Lev, what's going on with the cam there? Oh, well, we're back. My, we're back. Well, now, now you could see you. We're over good. Here, but but um, they are yeah. all operating the same. For instance, Belarus, right, which is was the most demonized country back when uh, Lukashenko was um, elected. Right. And the irony is that Belarus, every, everyone in the world, whether it was the BBC or CNN or RT or whoever it is, said, well, yeah, that was clearly um, uh, fraud, election fraud. Um, and then it turns out that Belarus, Belarus is one of the only countries that hasn't locked down at all. Um, Lukashenko was offered over $900 million by the IMF to abide by certain rules. Oh, love, you're upside down. Love, yeah, you seem you seem to be uh, upset. I don't know. I'm not even going to fight it. Not, we're just going to keep this. Irritating. I'm just going to keep this. in the upside down world. How does he do it? We're about to turn it. Love irritation. Now, one thing that I could say about uh, Lukashenko is that while what you're saying may definitely be uh, the case, at the same time, why the fuck was he going after with such brutality against the protesters? Like, that's the other side of it. That's like, okay, if because everything the, is... Because I reckon you the protesters were probably, were probably paid, they that's were like, probably paid at, like, agitprop, um, paid by, or at least instigated in the same way that um, the Arab Spring was, by uh, just foreign assets who just occupy countries and can be turned on at any time. To me, that's just, it does seem viable.
if you don't wipe that sort of thing out immediately, that's how the commies get a foothold and then how they spread and infiltrate and things get very messy very yeah. quickly. You have to wipe it immediately, ruthlessly before the people get confused who's who. So you need to keep the country united immediately. Yeah. Just look at Ukraine, how they did exactly. Ukraine. Well, again, the, this is something that we have to get very deep into and look at uh, as we many details leaks as possible. From the American intelligence ambassadors. Se- se- send me those leaks. I want to see. I want to see everything. So send me those leaks. I want to see that, sure. and then I want to also get back into this conversation at a later time when I would be much more uh, acquainted with also, it. Because again, like that is. The, even though like it could definitely be what you're saying right now with the leaks and everything, I want to be very careful with this, not for, you know, my own sake, but just like, I mean, for my own sake too. Like yeah, I was well, saying, I'm not saying what's the CIA and Americans that overthrew the government. I'm just saying they were pushing hard and played up the factions that eventually got the job done. And flooded the streets with the Orange Revolution, etc. I'm not saying it was totally controlled or effectuated by the Americans, but it was definitely helped. Well, I'm definitely going to take a look at that, and I'm going to take a look at mm-hmm. uh, yeah, sure, sure. the uh, situation that's going on with uh, Lukashenko. But at the same also, time, I'm also going to send out things having to do with what exactly were the uh, the na- what exactly was the nature of this brutality? Because, like Aman, I see your point. That if these things are squashed in the beginning, like Iran was able to squash some of their uh, uprisings, and that may be why they're still around right now. But uh, I don't know. It is it is an interesting question for me. Like, at what point does something become, regardless of whether it's hatchet prop or whatever, at what point does it become absolutely inexcusable? Is there an inexcusable point, or is un- the word inexcusable just something that we're using right now to uh, feel good about ourselves? No, the current, has, current, the current. We should try getting the guys from uh, Russians with Attitude podcast on for that uh, topic. That would be great. If anyone of you has listened to that, mm, Russians yeah, with sure. Attitude. Let me take a look every weekend. Of course. Lev, I think that the current sort of ethical sort of operating system that we live under is might is right, and. Um, that that's what is going to prevail. I'm not saying that, that that's, I don't think it's the right way to go about things, but that's the way that the sort of managerial class and their donors operate. And, um, you know, so if, if Lukashenko does the same thing, then under these current sort of circumstances, he it's either like, you know, you, you, he bows out and his country becomes just another... Um, you know, oper- it's operated by the banks or, or it has some sort of agency. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's and I with the it. banks, that's something that I have to take another look at as well because I want to bring on actual bankers to this show. I'm serious. <laughs> like, I want to bring on people who <laughs> are associated with the Unless you with the bring federal... on, like, bringing the enemy into your own home. Are you serious, Lev? Cause, okay, because here, here's what I'm curious about, and I have read neither. Have you guys read any books that are, let's say, I don't know, pro-Federal Reserve or pro-Central Banking? You know what? I don't think I have. I've read articles that are pro-Federal Reserve and talking about how much we need to defend it. 
and I prefer to go to the news, it's pro Federal Reserve. If you just I've... watch regular broadcasting news, <laughs> He's your yeah, I, I've seen I've that. Read, right? uh... A lot of people talking about how we need it, how it must be defended at all costs, but not a full book. I'll concede that I have never read a full book, just articles and, and videos praising it. I've read the economic side of uh, why they say it's good and so on and so forth, but they don't really have a human side to it. They don't consider it necessary. So it's, it's pretty easy for me to just say, what about the human side? And they don't care about that question. Like they're, they're pretty, they're pretty like transparent about the fact that they don't care about the average person. And uh, like, it's, it's a weird ideology. Like they believe they, they honestly believe that people are just, resource points like little things in uh in starcraft or something like <laughs> i've also encountered a lot of people who think that it's the obligation of the people to consume but not to get enough money so that way they can afford consuming i've seen that a lot too yeah yeah no but they they're they're both like in that yeah. respect it is like you're, you know, you're a bad person if you don't put money into the economy if you don't have said money to put in the economy oh no so i was thinking on a different vein i was thinking mm. sort of like the banks, the, the banks provide a service at the end of the day. You, you know, you're the one that takes the loan to, to buy a car that, that you don't need when you could buy a cheaper car. And so that's what keeps it all going. Like you are ultimately responsible for, um, you know, the state of, of how things operate. I've, I've seen that too. But um, the point that was just made about people being resource points in StarCraft, like that's the opinion that I, to me most mirrors that was seeing all these... Uh, I don't want to generalize, but a lot of them were boomers talking about talking, saying that yeah. was immoral that millennials weren't putting like they said like like that millennials were hoarding their okay. wealth when yeah, fact yes, they yes. actually didn't yeah, they have do. wealth. To boomers, put into have been, it. boomers been conditioned into into that way of thinking for their entire life. Well, well, for example, like boomers bought these houses and they've been saving them up and they've been these houses have been gaining more and more value. Yes, but yes. no one's can buy them because they are very expensive. And as opposed to like wondering why don't all these people not have the money to buy them, it's like, oh, it's their own faults. You know, it's like, oh, they just don't want to. And really people literally don't have the wealth to buy it. Yeah, I know. And and the, yeah, exactly. And the way it's going to happen is that you know, over time that will be seen as completely unsustainable and therefore immoral. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. then the government will, then the government will come in and and give you full debt relief in in exchange for all of your freedoms and that's exactly uh, yeah so that's that's that is something I'm against because I'm I'm all in favor of full debt relief but not at the yes. price of that to be honest yeah it will be full debt relief but you have to sign up to you know your your monthly yes yeah, so, yeah essentially you'll have to work off the debt but they'll lie to you and say that you really have no debt at all. A lot of all these questions are confusing right now because the paradigm is working on like a different set of fundamentals than ones that we believe in. Like most people here believe in something more than just resource points. Mm -hmm. So until things are kind of ordered on something that makes sense to us, it won't make sense to us. And that's just the way it is as far mm -hmm. as I can yeah. see. Mm -hmm. Someone in chat is trying to say, oh, talk about the Brexit deal, and I'm not paying attention to, like, any politics. Is that so Snipers? Like... Oh, shit! Oh, no. Sniper? Oh, not this again. Hey, no. Snipers? What are you Snipers. doing on the stream? I loved hey, your uh, 2015 uh, edits that you would post on your YouTube channel, Snipers. Ah, uh, thank you. Uh, did you know that I'm actually not Snipers, funnily enough, so... You would, uh, snipers would say that. Anyway, it's so good to have you back in the show because last time I, I saw you, I thought you had died in a terrible blender accident. Uh, well, it's okay. I'm glad, 
I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> yeah. You and what ended up happening there when you threw your webcam in the uh, the blender? Did it implode? Because I don't think I, I saw you one. after that. I got, oh, a you got a new one. one. Like I had to like have some streams where I wasn't doing that, so I got a well, new one. I, I think you made some now. great timing because Christmas is is tomorrow. In fact, it looks like you know that we could do Santa. Well, no, I'm on my phone. I've got like an actual webcam, but I'm on my phone. Oh. Like going yeah, around with family and stuff. So. Did, didn't you end up like throwing something in your wall again? I mean. <laughs> How's that? Oh, I made a dent in that. I didn't throw anything again at the wall. Like, I painted myself again a few times and stuff like that. So. You're, you're, a, you're me. mad. You're yeah. a mad lad, Ewan. You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're I fucking haven't been wild. doing attention whoring stuff for a while, so I've just been chilling on the stream. It's good to yeah. hear from you again. I'm glad you're okay. Because I was really yeah, concerned. Right. Once, I didn't die. Once you went dark after that webcam implosion, I'm, I'm No, I wasn't. I didn't even go dark. I was, I've been on like almost all of the streams. So you, you're the one that's gone dark. You're you know what? Yeah. You're right. I did take a, a few weeks off, but I'm back, well, and that's what matters. I'm fucking back in action, baby. I'm back in the BTR. Uh, Ready for well, more. This is, this is the Christmas stream where only the, the people who are. Like, the only reason I'm on is because like, I'm just like a late owl. So that's I've you. That hey, you're the best part of the show. Yeah. I love I love when you come on. I love you're you're just a ball of energy. Well, it's sometimes, so great to see you here. sometimes I like it, it's a nice it's a nice break from the Russian geopolitics. Uh, yeah. and it's really the problem is my performance on the fucking female stream is rubbish because I just like had a lot oh, yeah, to I say and I, I don't didn't think I made say. that. Someone one. in the chat didn't understand that, which really annoyed me. Like, despite I'm the people sure who are getting, like, real trying to troll that, me, yeah. right? The people who are trying to troll me, that's fine. The person who didn't understand when doesn't understand the idea when you've got a lot going through your head and you can't like express it. That doesn't mean there's nothing going in on your head, like. You know that that's can't. actually so true. That's so true. Hold on, I have to. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, there's not much going from my head like recently. I've been drinking a lot, so it's just like, yeah, yeah. it's fucking like everyone wants to drink at Christmas, so it's just like fucking drink. Anyway, how's how's everyone been Christmas-wise? I don't know if people have actually talked about that. Or... You know what? I've been uh, fantastic. We were talking about Christmas just a little while ago. Yeah. Well, I know it's Christmas, but I, I've not been on the stream, so it's just like I don't know how many people have came and left. Um, well, we've we've had a uh, Tsuyami, we've had Bean on. Uh, Gio was there for like a couple minutes, and then he, then he mm -hmm. left. We're still expecting uh, Hotep Sophia to show up. I'm not sure what's uh, what's going on, but uh, yeah, as far as 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 far as uh, the uh, stream goes, we have somebody in here who again. With the doxing, I want to make sure I don't bring people in here who I end up doxing by accident. So everybody, <laughs> just a public service announcement: don't use your Zoom uh, registration with your first name and last name. Or you know what? Fuck it. Here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna turn the fucking screen off, let them in, because I'm not. I'm sick of you know having to go back and forth with uh, with, with this. So and by the way, all new people. Oh, it's. Oh, okay. Then that that's fine. Get him in here. Blue shoe. Get him in yes. here. Oh, blue yes, blue shoe. shoe. It's blue shoe. Okay. Gotta have blue shoe on the stream. That's a must. Yeah. Wait, wait. Blue shoe. If I have your surname displayed, I completely forgot. Does that dox you or are you fine? Blue so shoe. Just... You sure you want to have your your name on here, buddy? Because what well, is his name? It's not like Dunglethorpe Dingus. It's like an actual surname. No. No. no, right? no. Well, there is there is Guy the Fourth. That's his uh, Twitter <laughs> name. Oh, I see. Yeah, so Guy the Fourth, that was his. Uh, Twitter that was his Twitter name, but then as far as uh his surname being displayed here, 
Not too sure. So I'm going to have to, uh, again, Blue Shoe, tell me if I can let you in. I am this close to just uh, letting you in. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm letting him in, but I'm going to turn the screen off because I don't know if he wants that name to be revealed or not. So here we go. Turning the stream off right now. Let me find where it is. No, not the stream, the screen. Turning the screen off. Okay. Zoom window closed. I also have this special green screen. Zoom window. Here we go. Okay, now you just see the deer. Good. Okay, here. I'm admitting him in. Okay. Now, Blue Shoe. Blue Shoe. Let's see where Blue Shoe is. He is coming anytime. And by the way, guys, while looking at this blank screen, don't forget make to sure subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, yes. make sure to subscribe. And by the way, everybody like Aman, like I said before, Aman, Martin, Disco Orpheus, please send me all the things that you want to send me regarding a lot of these situations with the protests, the agitations, whatever. And uh, I would love to take a look at them. And I would love to uh, let you know my thoughts on them and uh, keep this conversation going. Because I think a lot of these things, they get lost in the fray. People foxhole themselves in. I don't want to be like those people. I could tell you from my perspective the things that I know. And uh, just, again, there is a reason why I don't live in Russia and why, regardless yeah. of its problems, I like the United States and why I choose to live here. So, anyway, uh, let's see. Blue Shoe. Is Blue Shoe in here? Oh, here we go. Can hey, I not shoe. press this button? Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's almost... There we go. Blue oh, Shoe, we go. My, my great friend. Is that oh. who I think it's... Is that... Oh, no. I don't I don't mean to dox, but does your name start with A? Is that you? Okay, Blue Shoe. I'm going to change your name right now, but just... Oh, there we go. Change it there yourself. There we go. Here, yeah. I'm putting it back on the screen. I'm putting the thing back on the screen. The Blue Shoe. Let is it my friend? Good, let all the good people know... Let all the good people know whether or not that would have doxed you. Blue Shoe, can uh, you hear me? No, he said no. He said no. That's, he that's said not, no. Not my real I'm pretty sure it was a response oh, to him being uh, okay. doxxed or not. Yeah, that's not my real name. Don't worry. Okay, okay. Is now, that you, my now friend? I know. You, is that the person I'm thinking of? The, uh, what's his name? The non-Irish guy who lives in Northern Ireland? Me? No. Oh, never mind. Sorry, different guy then. No, I'd, I'd love to have him back on. Uh, I just got to find this. He's uh, not even got the person. best stag and rump account from America. his profile picture. So I'm just hesitant on speaking to him. He hasn't got Nagito as his profile picture. It's the only good stag and rump character in my Great opinion. Point. Yeah. It's, the character, it's the character of the fucking Russian roulette. Like the fucking mad luck. Otherwise, stag and rump, I'm sorry, not that good. But Nagito, the good character, he's, he's the essence of stag and rump. No, I don't trust Daniel Rumpa fans. Too many you don't trust Nagito. Well, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you definitely don't trust me. I'm a fucking mad man. That probably makes sense. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> You've got the fucking... Anyway, You're nuts. Know. You're fucking yeah, crazy, yeah. Ewan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. This guy's crazy. This guy's... By the way, if I had a green Santa hat, I'd wear it. Just fuck Red Santa. Do you guys know about Red Santa? You you, you Red Santa pills, right? You're not... You, you, well, green Santa pills, I should say. Because Red Santa's fucking Coca-Cola. Get this shit off. Get this shit off. Fuck, fuck Red Santa, I'm sorry. Are but... you going to burn your Santa hat? Well, I'm not, well, I could actually, like, burn it here. Like, Wait, I could Owen, who, who burn is it. Red Santa? What is Red Santa? You Red you Santa's like... by Comi Cola. Fuck Coca-Cola. You should just start, like, fucking... killing people. I think. I've never no, heard just, of like... Red Wait, so is there, like, a blue Santa and a no, green Santa? No, Santa used to be a different color. I don't know what, but, like, I know Red Santa, like, Coke made Santa uh, I, know, I know you're there, but I'm, I'm wondering, is there the existence of other colored Santas? It's green Santa, I think, was originally yeah, the blue Santa and black Santa. Is there a blue Santa? Is there a brown Santa? Is there, like... I don't know about... 
Santa for every color. Green is like one of them in blue, and then there's like black and white Santa, I think, were the original. There's only one fucking Santa, I thought. Like a rainbow no. Santa. Oh, oh, he's like been, a, like a he's been red santa He's been blue-pilled by If you clone Santa and had a little bit of cherry Coke in it, would that become oh. black? I don't care. I don't, santa pill. doesn't drink Coke in my What's eyes. What's the he's final fucking, red pill on Santa Claus? He's a cookies and milk man. Don't What's make the Santa drink Coca-Cola. Can someone drop the Russian? Okay, okay. So the Russian Sancho DNA with cherry cola. So I wonder if you could do the same thing with Santa Claus. Can someone black pill me on Santa Claus, please? Okay, so the Russian Santa Claus called Diet Maros, which means Father Frost. He had this granddaughter or this young girl like named Snigurushka, which means like I don't know, snow like snow something or other. And, uh, like, she, in certain versions, she's, like, a granddaughter, but in other versions, she's his mistress. Mm. So, yeah. she could be both. Yeah, basically, as long as Santa's not red, you can't respect it. It's just fucking red Santa's, like, very, very... Well, this, this cool. Santa was, like, blue, because I think the Yeah, Soviet exactly, Union... blue, but well, red in the Santa. He called me Anglo, blue, which is, like, fair enough. Blue Santa. And St. Nicholas traditionally wore green, so you are right. But I'm just yeah. interested in the idea of, like, take, using a kind of a sonic chew look on this and making different kinds of Santas. The chaotic combo. <laughs> Santa, you know, uh, uh, I was just referencing uh, Blake, otherwise known as Blachu, which is... Oh, uh, I love yeah. Blake. Blake. Can we get Blake on the show? Blake's my favorite. Yeah. No, it's Bionic. Bionic could Santa. have made Chris buff. If Chris followed the Bionic path, he would have been buff, man. He would have been, like, the buff yeah. basketball player. But he, mm. he chose the cringe path in life. To become a Sonic, you know, the fucking Sonic and Pikachu, which is a, a by the way, a lame combination of Pokemon. It's like yeah, no imagination there. It's like he might as well combine Sonic and Mario because he's a fucking idiot. Well, no, because like, this one is actually incapable of being original because he, he conceived yeah. it because in a class he was told to be yeah, an original yeah. character for a CD album, but he wasn't allowed to use Pokemon or Sonic, which is very yeah. He so just, like, oh, I'll just put both of them on. And also, I'm gonna. I don't know. Don't cross. Don't trust Christian Christine or whatever alias he changes his name to to try and avoid the fans. That's what the transgender thing was. He was trying to get rid of old trolls. It wasn't a you know fucking sex change. It was just. No, I, 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 thought, I, I thought he was legitimately going insane. I, I thought hate that's internet why trolls. Because Chris is going crazier and crazier by the days go by. He mm. genuinely believes in the dimension. Christian is gonna telefrag me. That's what's gonna happen. He's gonna like make TF2 real and like. A teleporter under me and just fucking kill me while I'm sleeping. I'm Jesus gonna make TF2 real, and then I'm gonna no, don't, don't. TF2 dimension. Well, we started this stream actually talking about Chris Chan and talking about his father. <laughs> well, of course How... we are. It's Chris yeah. Chan and like a couple other things. Like the Chris yeah, Chan. That's pretty much what BTR is. It's just uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Chris, Chris Chan, Chan gooning uh, some uh, some talking about Russia. Uh, geopolitics, yeah. and then back if you get, to the If you get Chris Chan on the show, are you going to talk about the goon caves? Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. No, I'm going to force Chris Chan to leave the chat on stream if he joins. I'm going to derail the conversation. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't dare. You wouldn't. I, I would guess like that. If, if a guest like that was on the show, no. I mean, we got to take it seriously. These are people who No, are, we don't. We've got to force Chris Chan to do push-ups. He's a busy man, No, I don't care. We're forcing him to do push-ups. Christine, whatever the fuck you want to uh, You better address uh, her by Christine. I, I want you well, to be Well, yeah, I said, Christi I said Christine, but well, I'm going to well, be honest. Like his like real name's not even Chris, by the That's way, Christine. We don't want him to, like, just leave. Yeah. 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 Christine has gotten a little more Chris. wise to trolls Ian over Brandon the years. Brandon Anderson. Please, like, call him by his correct name. Thank you very much. It's Ian Brandon Anderson. 
I want to introduce Christine to the world of the Agori. So when Christine comes here, I want to tell Christine about... Uh, you guys know what the Agori is, right? Yeah, these are the Shivites, right? These are the worshippers of Shiva who go to graveyards and eat bones, right? Yes, exactly. But yeah, the thing really about cool. them is that they're really cool, but also they smell really bad. And yeah, I keep hearing from people that Chris, that Christian or Christine that when uh, Christine goes to a festival, the first thing people notice is how horrible, like a death smell, that there is a smell of death coming from her. And uh, that is something that is common to the Agori. So in a way, like, yeah. why, not, why not introduce Christine to this concept? Like, she's halfway there, you know? Well, does she eat corpses like the Agori do? Does she like eat and live in graveyards and all that? <laughs> it's about time to start. That's what I say. But uh, <laughs> we have okay. So we have the Sonichu characters who might as well be demons. And yeah. if we're talking about the Agori, who it's you just, know, they... just mental illnesses just like transformed onto a fucking like just shit like that. It's well, it's a transmuting. Evil. It's a transmuting of mental insanity into spiritual. Uh, mm oneness you know into the idea that well, it's otherwise known as fan fiction that's what all fan fiction revolves around is mental illness and narcissism that's what it revolves around Pretty well it's all a... fan fiction sure there was this lady does anybody remember helen pink galvin does that name ring no. a bell to anybody okay she was another like she was this furry artist who i think was indian like she had like the uh the uh, bindu uh on her on her head like crystal bindu and i recently like i found an old photo of her uh and she's like you know she, she's got kind of like horse like teeth and uh she drew this character named is that Pink. the first description is that the first thing you said about her appearance <laughs> horse -like how dare you Jesus, no, no, no. Oh, Other, must be otherwise, okay. that's the otherwise... first thing you say no, no, no i forget no, her no. name again i so... want to look up her stuff what's her name <laughs> Uh, Helen Pink Galvin. Let's see if you could find it. Man, it's been a long time. Helen Pink. I don't think she's on the internet anymore, but this is like back in the day. And I'm she... surprised when you're fucking calling a host. Jesus, come on. You bully single handedly taking off the internet. Let's see. I can't, I can't, I can't find, her... find anything. On, no. On... Oh, here, here. I found like an art from somebody named Plump Dragon. Bouncy pink. Okay, so pink. Oh, I'm not gonna post this on Discord because this may be too too hot for TV. But too um, hot for yes, but this is oh, no. um, yeah. So she has she's like this furry cat creature with big boobs and uh, these uh, you know these pigtails, these giant pink pigtails. This is the only picture that I found of her. Yeah, so she's like gone from the internet. She is nowhere to be found except for that one picture that I saw of her. Uh, which I don't know where it is right now, but she is she's living in Eng England or was living in England, and uh -oh. she was on disability, so she kept getting checks from the government. But she just drew like the um her uh, furry art, and she was also very much into toilets, not scat oh, play. No. No, 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 not scat play. She was into like the actual like how a toilet looks. Like the actual design. Well, like the of quagmire the thing. She would do the drawing uh, when, like, Sonic gets turned into a toilet and Shadow's like, oh. No, 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 no. This no, isn't, no, day. No, this isn't no. my day either. That's horrible. No, that's not her. No, she just liked toilets. You know, there are just some people up, they just like toilets. They just like well, the way they look. Some people, and myself included, who just like machines. Like, we like trains or like the way guns are built or the way tanks are built or the way boats are built or something like that is like enjoying the engineering of toilets. 
I'm yeah. trying to get these no, people like, away like, from no, this no, Punisher. I'm think... talking about Blue Santa. That lasted one minute. Like, solitude, toilet, bubble, roleplay, poo-poo, pee-pee. This like, she thought hour. toilets were this just aesthetically appealing. She likes wait, wait, the aesthetic toilets. I think I have a photo of Pink that I could actually show. Hold on. Okay. Let's see. Is this one well covered up? Let's see. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 Th- this one's fine. So again, but I have no. Like MS Paint to make it a little more appropriate if you need to. No. 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 It's fine. This one is a... this one is as appropriate as you can get it. This is on Fur Affinity, by the way. I'm trying to click on this photo. Well, it's... of course this... it is. I mean. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Copy image. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, this is this is pink. We read eleven. Is... Are you on. gonna be cursing us if you show us this? Oh wait. All right. This is oh, pink. Last... Okay, that's Very just someone funny with big And she was Indian? Because you bring up, uh, because we were talking about Hindu, we were talking about the Aghori at one point. Yeah. So the connection between Helen Pink and Fuck Hinduism. You. I think, I, th- I think, she, well, I, I think she is Indian. Lev, how much of a furry are Come on, like, be honest with us. Because you Talk keep posting, you seem like, say, like, you're like an ironic furry, like an ironic weep. Just that's lock your doors, I guess. Maybe okay, a so little like, bit. Here, here's what I can say. Uh, when I... Byzantium Markan says, "Why does Love have a photo to share?" Well, this this is the only <laughs> one that I was able to find when I uh, searched for uh, Pink Galvin. That's another weird name, by the way. She Galvin. cute though. She cute. Galvin, yeah. Galvin, Galvin. But anyway, um, and I think she was talking about how she had mental issues and things like that. But this is like she way back back in the day. But anyway, anyway, this is what happened. I was in Catholic school. Okay, I was in Catholic school. <laughs> uh, Blue she says, Lev, no. <laughs> I was in Catholic school, and uh, in one of the classrooms, there were, you know, there were books that were in the, uh, you know, like little mini library, you know, like not a tall yeah. library, but just like, you know, uh, within reach. And I just took some of the books out, and one of the books, I'll even show you the exact book that it was. It was How to Draw Sonic the Hedgehog. That was the name of the book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have talked about Sonic a lot, haven't you? You did like, loads of like, your Sonic You definitely are like a bit of a major fan, Sonic this, Okay, this, yeah. this is where it started. This, well, technically, it started even earlier before I even went to school. It started when I was like, we moved from Russia to New York, like directly to New York. First, we lived with uh, some uh, some relatives of ours, and then we moved to a place in Foster Avenue, and we moved to another place before Foster Avenue that I don't remember. And I remember watching the TV and seeing certain things that were like, I saw them, but I didn't really see them. You know, like you're so young that certain things are perceptive yeah, to you that I know you forget about. about. Yeah, yes. Well, like you so, see them in your dreams, you know? Ex- yes, exactly. So... Also, at around the same time, slightly di- divergent discussion here, but around the same time, I had a vision of myself as an old man walking across the street and getting hit by a you black mean you, car. mean you, by the way, because like, I purposely made my name confusing. You mean you, Lev, is in yes, yourself. Yes, me, yes, Lev, exactly. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I had this vision of me crossing the street and getting hit by a car. I was like an old man, so that could have been the past life of mine that I saw when I was like four years old. Anyway, getting back to the subject at hand... Um, when I saw this How to Draw Sonic book, and here I'm going to post an image on it in BTR chat for those who uh, uh, don't know what I'm talking about. This was the book. This was oh, the that book looks right more here. normal than I thought. Yeah, no, it's a regular, yeah. it's a pretty normal book. But look, yeah. look it's over like here. like How to Draw Anime. It was like a test of How to Draw yes, Anime. Yes, but, but look, look who was on the corner there. 
Oh wow. Princess Sally. So oh, imagine no. Okay, so ima- imagine this. You are seeing this character, the Sally character, when you are four years old in you know, a long long, long time ago. Cause keep in mind, this is when I was like seven years old, I think. So the memory of seeing this character of like my four year old self seeing this character, it just got activated. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? Where have I seen this before? Why have this? Why has this hmm. been kept hidden from me can I, can I all this time? Something really weird about this book. Oh, There's something great. really weird and off about this book. I, th- I that, think I know what it's going to be, but go yeah, on. Because so, Sally is part of the of the other show. There's two Sonic shows. Yes. That Robotnik yes. is not the right Robotnik. Exactly. It's the wrong Robotnik with the wrong Princess Sally. Americans don't give a fuck. The Americans don't give a fuck. They're not like the Japanese who no, are like no so precise. With you, they just like throw everything at... already. Like this might be an alternate universe <laughs> book or something. You know, oh. you might actually slipped into an alternate universe. No wonder it stuck with you. Yeah, no, it's, it's all kind of fucked up. Are we just timelines? Uh, yes, but uh, but anyway, so I saw the book, and then I looked inside, and I saw that same Princess Sally drawing, and then I saw the bunny drawing as well. Now I liked Sally more. But Bunny wasn't bad. So at around that age, you know what I mean? Like, so also there was like Tiny Toon Adventures. So there was like Babs Bunny. And for for like my seven-year-old self, she was kind of all right. Oh, uh, the skunk. The skunk was the best. The skunk. You guys remember the skunk? Oh, yeah, you're a brat poster now, Leather. You're admitting you're a brat poster. Is that what you're doing with the skunk? <laughs> okay. So for those who don't know about like Tiny Toon Adventures... They were supposed to be like the, you know, like the new generation of Looney Tunes. So like Buster Bunny, he there was. There were so many of the and... baby ones, weren't there? It was like Muppet Babies. No, I, I missed all that shit. So thankfully, ones. thankfully, I missed all that shit. That was back in the eighties. They weren't. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to like Tiny Tunes and Sonic the Hedgehog and all that stuff, like my first cartoon crushes were around that area, and uh, definitely Princess Sally. Princess Sally, and the thing about it was that it was also something far away. It was like this anima that was far away because that Sonic show wasn't on anymore. So it was like there was a brief experience that I had with this show, and I remember it just slightly, but then it's gone away. There is no internet yet, and even when there was an internet, there were just like certain snippets. And by the way, let me show you guys the fan art that I drew. For those who haven't seen that, I posted on my Twitter. The fan All art right. that I drew of Sonic the Hedgehog and Princess Sally. So this was pre this was pre-Sonic Adventure. This was before Sonic Adventure. This was me going into the uh SonicTheHedgehog.com, the classic uh, Sonic Archie site. And uh, by the way, fun fact, I actually went to acting school with the uh, kid whose father now owns Archie Comics and whose grandfather was the original creator of Archie. So there you go. That's just a uh, You know what this reminds fact. me of, Lev? Do you know the what? Yu-Gi-Oh! Mishima thing where he's like the... I don't remember what the painting was, but when he was like first like masturbating with that like, painting in the book with like the arrows going into that guy. Reminds me of you with Princess Sally when you're talking about the feelings. It's like the same kind of shit, man. Just like, you know, opening up this book, it's awakening something. Have you ever watched the Redwall cartoon or read any of the Redwall books? I have no idea what that is. What is that? So Redwall is like in the list of stuff that has anthropomorphic. Oh, by the way, real quick, real quick. This is the fan art. So this, I drew this when I was like eight years old. Oh, pretty good. I like the Sonic. I like the Sonic. Well, see, I was good actually. 
I was confused about the way women's clothing worked. So like I remember like that bathing suit with those, you oh, know, with the, but I but I drew it too big, you know? Like yeah. it, it's just like a weird looking heart shape. But yeah, I agree Sonic is better, although I don't know what the fuck he's doing with his legs. It's kind of an awkward, there's no balance. Is, is there, there something to be said about the uh ultra expressive face of Sonic and why it's so appealing to uh people like <laughs> that kind of lean on the spectrum a little bit or like it's 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 very clear what he's thinking and very clear what he's like feeling and I guess yeah, that kind of is like an right. easy for people who are maybe well, a bit challenged in, in some social aspects like, like so him, you things. think maybe he's yeah, cool. I mean yeah, like okay. his eyes are fucking huge like his mouth is, is big like it's it's very his his design is yeah. genius and almost is like perfect for anyone with autism yeah no, well, yeah you're, but you're the thing right is it's not it's not exclusive the red ones are a series of British fantasy books involving anthropomorphic animals in a medieval world written by Brian Jacks. And there was a cartoon of it. And it's actually really fucking good. It's like a really good how, how do you, uh, that everyone's like a mouse in it. So if you like Sonic, I really recommend that. Wait, how, how do you write that down? What's the, what's the name? R-E-D-W-A-L-L uh, Redwall. Because I grew up with the cartoon. And I'm just saying on the list of like anthropomorphic entertainment with like everything on it, like it's probably like highest. It's, it's Let me take good. a look. It's also completely non-sexual, which is why I like it a lot. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's it's hard to make rule 34 out of these creatures. I'm looking at them I've right now. I already did, but like it's like actually good. <laughs> like it's actually a good, good show. You, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Watership Down. It's like. Yeah. Oh, I love Watership Down. Ewan, you remember Watership Down, right? I don't remember it. No. I'm what about young. what? What about when the wind blows? That was a no, depressing. If, we, if we're gonna talk, if we're talking about animation, if we're talking <laughs> no, about British animation, dogs. fucking Wallace That's and Gromit. Fucking Wallace on. and Gromit. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Before we get to Wallace and Gromit, does anybody here know what the fuck I'm saying when I say when the wind blows? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. What? What is movie. that? That's a really okay, good movie. So, it was a movie that was made like in the 80s or the 70s, I don't know, about this old couple that experienced a nuclear war, like a nuclear bomb went off, and it's just such a depressing movie. Like, you know, it's just like just these two old people that are trying to get by after a nuclear annihilation happens. And then at the end of the movie, like they put the sacks on. <laughs> it's just so It's horrible. a really good movie. Yeah. But really sad. I mean, Watership's Down is pretty sad, too. Wait, I interrupted somebody. Somebody was saying something. We're talking about fucking Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and well, Gromit, yes. I don't know. Just like, we're talking Gromit. about British animation. Wallace and Gromit yeah. is one of the, the peak. Oh, the definitely, peak. definitely. I mean, Wallace is the ubermensch. I mean, he does, well, no, he's not that, but he's it's very good, like, quality, like, short British. Like, I don't think much can top it for me, British animation-wise, just because there's a lot of, like, bullshit and Aardman and, like, Nowadays, I don't think it's nearly as good. Mm, just like what yeah. I don't, I can, try and name something like more iconic for like British animation than Wallace and Gromit. It's just that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, as far yeah. as Wallace, do, you, do you have any experience with Redwall? No, unfortunately, no. Oh, unfortunately, no. Okay, they're really good. I recommend that. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but Wallace will probably beat it because it's got that. It's basically British version of Tom and Jerry. It's that like fucking classic. It's, yeah, like, it's that. Did, like, classic made, but... did you like the uh, Where Rabbit? Uh, I didn't really remember. I think that's easily the worst out of the ones they've made. I don't remember mm. too much about it. The others I remember. Like I know it I've is, seen which it. Which your but... favorite? Because my favorite's the Robo Trousers. Oh, oh the no, one that I just good. yeah, the one that I just watched with my mum. 
classic. The the train scene's one of the best fucking scenes. Yeah. Animation. It's just so. Where they go to the moon? The the moon one's good. The moon one's good. I mean, they're all pretty good, but like the the wrong trousers has that scene. The train. Yeah. I mean, if that has to be, was that nominated? It probably was, but if it was, it has to be. I think it was like either that one or the moon one was the one that was nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like classic. I, uh, I, I did like um, the, uh, well, Mr. Bean. I know that's not an animation, but I mean, that is an animation now, but uh, back then that was like a real classic. I love the Mr. Bean Christmas special as well. When he, uh, yeah. when, when his girlfriend thought that he was going to get her a diamond ring, but really he just got her like the thing that hooks the paint. You, you guys remember what I'm talking yeah. about? Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and there was a scene that I believe was censored in the U.S. where Mr. Bean went to the furniture store and he wanted to get this couch, but this old lady was sitting on the couch. So he uh, did some hacking. Like, he hacked the couch so that the remote control, when he presses it, starts to compress and just, like, destroy the old lady inside. So I I guess they figured that that was, like, too evil for him to do. Like yeah. to uh, physically hurt somebody, but uh, I don't know. It, w- it was still a funny scene. I I enjoyed I think, it. I think for me, even there's a lot of things that I like. You know, I feel like talking about shit that I don't like way more interesting. You get like more of my fire out of me. When what I don't you like? like? What don't you awesome. like? Uh there's plenty of shit. I don't know, like Coronation Street, uh, Harry Hill. Fucking Harry Hill the movie. What's Harry Hill? I've never movie. heard of Harry Hill. Harry Hill's so like Harry Hill the TV show, whatever. Mm. Like if you like it, I'm not gonna insult you. But the movie. What about uh, what like, about Benny? I don't Hill. know what Harry Hill is. What about Benny Hill? Benny Hill's like I haven't seen it, but yeah. you know, I know the theme. Everyone knows the theme, whether they know the name or not. But there's just so much fucking rubbish on British like television. It's just ridiculous. Well, when I was in Britain, they had a lot of reality TV, and it was some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Oh, like, the like, British reality TV is like variable though. Like, there's the sitcoms are worse when they try and be like snarky and like they think they're way more intelligent. Wait, than they Jules, are. Jules was on uh, one of those British reality TV shows. Oh my god, which one was really? that? Yeah. Fuck. Wait, he, he Wait. said this. I don't remember now. Wait, Ewan, weren't you around when he was talking about the one that he was on? No, no, I didn't think I was. I think I was. Which I was like not I've not been like here for like cool ones for a while. Like, I've been here for like uh. days. But... All right, well, um, we'll we'll, f- we'll find out. There was a okay. British reality TV show that I remember seeing, like, 4chan did posts about it, where, like, people were revealing themselves naked and, like... Well, he was sure. on Naked Attraction. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying I remember that one. No, but he w- he was naked, though. Uh, I mean, there are naked pictures of Jules Oh, Gogglebox is awful. Gogglebox is complete wank, by the way. If you like Gogglebox, you're, like, Google you're Box? fucking idiot. Gogglebox is basically... They basically looked at YouTube and thought, Oh, reaction content's popular. Let's make reaction content based upon oh, bland no, TV, like TV. And they're like really, and then none of them are funny, but like because the British like population as a whole is okay That's with bad. fucking like mundane bullshit. It's just like, yeah. oh, let's have some mundane people who are like, who like made like one dinner lady laugh one time. It's just like, I was, I was at London, I was in London once and I was just, and there's nothing to do. So I was watching TV and just the worst fucking show I ever saw. What do you mean there's nothing to do in London? What do you mean? London's like, as much as London's like, there's nothing to do because I was waiting for someone. I was waiting for someone else. Oh, okay, fine. I I found the show. I found the show. Here is the show that Jules was on. It's called Made in Chelsea NYC. Oh, Made in Chelsea. That's like, yeah. Yeah, 2014. And uh, he played what, what did they have to do? Himself. 
He played himself. He played Jules. So made in Chelsea, NYC. Let me see if I can find some screenshots from here. Uh, but yeah, I think funny. that's uh, that. That was a pretty big show, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I'm saying, like I've heard of it. I've not oh, seen here, it. Oh, here, here, here. It's not, not skins level, but here is a really nice looking level. looking screenshot. Holy shit! I didn't uh, yeah. I didn't even see this before. Look, look at this. Jules um, yeah, is so fucking beautiful. L look at this. Look at this, guys. Hold on. It's loading, it's loading. Well, this but is I mean, a really big file. Jules? Like, Jules, like, uses they, them on his Twitter. He actually uses they and them. No, like, it's, I, it's I, a joke. He's, he's well, just... I know, but I can't tell fucking tell. Jules is, like, kind of feminine, so it's like, Here, I don't know. check this out. Look at wow. that. Ooh, very nice. Looking good, Jules, if you're listening right now. Pretty yeah. sharp. Pretty, pretty classy. I don't Hopefully know about these shoes. Load. I don't know about these shoes that this guy is wearing, like, with no, I don't oh, the know. the left? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I didn't even notice yeah, I'm in the most Why is he wearing high heels with no socks? That's what it looks like. That's what. What's he wearing? What is, it? what is that? What's he wearing? No, this is wrong. No, he does. He's got the vacant Dino stare as well. I don't like. Oh, no. There's oh. so much bad. Tea. I don't know if like Made in Chelsea is any good. But it's probably like okay. I mean, Jules just probably gives a decent performance. He seems like a decent actor, but like it's one of those. Reality TV programs, right? Or like well, he's, similar, he's got like, he's got uh, good stories about that. I mean, I'm gonna okay. see like uh, where where well, yeah, is Jules right him. now? Let, let, let's see, because uh, I I sent Jules the link. I always make sure. Uh, okay, okay, let's see. Uh, okay, I'm not sure he hasn't he hasn't seen it. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, we'll we'll figure that out because I I want Jules to come on Christmas special time. I would yeah, love yeah. for him to tell the uh, that Chelsea story because that is a really really good story. And, okay. uh, yeah, so we, we will get to the bottom of that. And also, Hotep Sophia should be coming up as well. But awesome. myself, myself, tell yeah. me about more things that you hate. I just want to hear well, about things just, you oh, hate. There's so many, like, fucking, like, bullshit. I could talk about my whole, oh, like, oh. school career. But I, I don't know, like, let's talk about Harry Redknapp. Because I'm fucking... When I've, he's been on TV a few times. He's just so boring. Like, fucking all the... Okay, let's talk about this as a wider topic. So, celebrity culture, right? Now, I'm not even talking about, um, you know, like Hollywood stars like Tom Cruise and stuff. Just like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of it. Now, everyone knows this, the fucking E-list celebrity. But it's the fact that if you win, I'm a celebrity, get me out of it. And this is what fucking annoys me. You basically get a golden ticket to be on like, every trashy like sitcom. So it's just like, people, it, when you win, I'm a celebrity, get me out of it. That's basically the equivalent of like winning like the popularity contest and like the fucking school lunch for it. Where you just basically like get fucking spammed around everywhere where I see you in real life and I see you on fucking Amazon Prime adverts doing nothing and going, I'm Harry Radnap and I did something. And look at me, I'm in this football advert and I'm in this. It's like, fuck off. I don't I know you want I'm a celebrity get me out of here through proxy. Fuck off. I have got ad blocked installed and you're still showing up. Fuck off. Anyway, that's that's one rant for you. I don't know, that's fucking anyway, incoherent. Do you know stuff. the show, I have to ask you, do you know the show Brat Farm? Have you ever watched the show Brat Farm? Brat no, Farm? No, I haven't watched Brat like, Farm. Like, like, like with farts? Like, like a no, farm? No, where... farm, not Brat Fart, like Brat Farm. No, it's that's Brat. Bad kids have to go work on a farm. No, I have not seen that, no. So it's just, I remember uh, there were so it, many it, shows it, like that. It seems like most British reality TV is like that. And it was actually too stupid for me to watch. Most yeah. British reality TV is like meant, you know, you know the whole reality TV thing. Here's the big. This is basically the David Foster Wallace, you know, theory, which I agree with. I, 
is that is basically TV. A lot of it is designed for people to laugh. At okay, you know what? Win. You know what? At Christmas yeah. time is is calling. I have to. Uh... Have yeah. to vacate. I have to go. Bless, bless. Mark, oh, thank you so much for coming in, brother. Oh, this is, this is more scope, but uh, it's, it's just. Oh, it's be... more scope. Oh, sorry about yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, more scope. Thank have to you go. so yeah, much I wish for everyone in. a Merry Christmas. Bless, I wish everyone all their hopefully all their Christmas wishes come ne- true. Next time, I would love yeah. to see the uh, the costume. Back to you too. Oh, please! I will get yeah. it working, and it'll be great. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good Christmas. Take care, most good. Good night. Take care. Take care. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So, uh, myself. Yeah. You, what What do you hate? Not a TV show. Well, no, but, but it's, just... it's just, I don't know this, just this, like, whole, I feel like when I'm talking about TV and disliking, I'm not sure, like, how much actually, like, is worth doing, because I like watching shit TV sometimes. I think a lot of people in England. Oh, yeah, I get that, you know. But it's like... Because I like watching... Well, I like watching cringe videos. Is there anything like that? Well, it's not It's not quite like watching cringe, but there's no fucking... It's not really worthwhile to, like, slag off TV. It's worthwhile to slag off a movie. Well, like, I watch a lot of Family Guy, and I hate that show just because it's great background noise. So I'm often, like, drawing while Family Guy's in the background. Um, See, no, like, but that's like, really bad. Don't fucking do shit like that, man. That's basically why? how Don't fucking, like, people do... What is it? Uh, I don't know. His name's Khalid, I think. But he does that with, like, shit in the TV and background. He's he's a fucking... I don't want to call him brain dead, but he's not the smartest person. Wait, and when Khalid, you put TV on in the background, you fucking... No, not actual Khalid. It's the same name, but you fucking mind wash... Like, you just mind wash yourself. You don't give yourself like, really? room to think by, like, having I this disagree. extra noise on. I disagree. Sometimes I'll work with some ridiculous stuff in the background and it just helps me get into flow. Or I'll play video games and work pretty much simultaneously because you want to distract your mind so you can get into flow state. Yeah, yeah. I kind of get that. I'm talking about bad TV. I'm not talking bland. I'm talking bad. I can function without family guy in the background. Have you guys been aware of the recent online presence of family guy? Because I've come to the conclusion that the show itself isn't funny. But making memes about the show and just referencing the show is very funny. Oh, I've come is Family Guy is one of those blank canvas kind of things. I agree with you, man. It's just like making edits. It's one of the many things where it's like past its sell by date, so you fucking yeah, put I, a funny face. I watch I watch some of those edits and those are funny, but I've never seen the actual show on its own. Yeah, like the I'm edits, are, edits are great, and the edits are funnier if you've seen the show. Mm, because yeah, of the, like recent Family Guy, because the thing I've noticed about recent Family Guy is that the writers actually gave up. Because no one wants to be on the show anymore because it's running too long, but Fox needs the show for the ratings. So they can literally do whatever they want. Like they don't have to put effort into it. So it's actually really surreal in a way that's kind of entertaining in a sort of kind of sick way to see like mm. like how little of shit they give. By the way, good point about the guts theme. That's what I also used when I uh, run around. So, you know, like I put the sneakers on and I run and yeah. I just listen to the guts theme on repeat as I keep running and it's nice. That's, that's oh, by the way, someone reading the manga yeah. with it. Listening to the soundtrack of Berserk um, from the 90s show, listening to the Susuma Hirasawa soundtrack while reading the manga is the best way to go. Mm, interesting. That's oh, what I've been just, doing recently. Yeah, it's been really good. I just like to say to someone... I just like to say buff in the chat. I do not watch fucking QI on Sherlock Holmes. Fuck that. That shit's. I feel like people who watch like shit like that are like worse than the people who like watch Brain Dead. Also, someone in the chat wants Yeah, we'll give the stream impressions in a sec. But fucking QI is like just. It's just panel shows are wank, man. It's just like people sniffing their own farts. Anyway, 
Stewie and Parkins. Uh, wank. I, lo- I love the fact that uh, British people use that term, wank. Non- nonce yeah. and wank, yes. Nonce. I mean, I use Wait, it a lot. Do, do, you watch the, uh, do you watch the nonce hunter shows? <laughs> oh, they're fucking. They're, they're like really depressing, though, because it's just like watching one man's like spiral into destruction. I can't watch it. It's just like. It's funny at first, but then you just realize that it's just like this man is like basically given up, and it's just like this soul. This soul. Like, probably literally soulless person just like blankly staring into the camera talking like i didn't do it but you did and just these people like mm-hmm. bullying him like worth he's a worthwhile target for bullying but you know what i mean it's still bullying it's like yeah. the worthwhile the best I, ju- I, ju- I just like the still. name uh brannigan i don't remember his first name oh, but there's, no. a... <laughs> there's a guy I people that... i do not i'm gonna be brandon's <laughs> q oiler but not oh, fucking we could talk about zach we could talk about zach but maybe that's for later anyway is sorry, that is wait what, what is his full name something brannigan because I always think of Zap Brannigan from Futurama when I hear the name Brannigan. No, Zach. No, Zach. Uh, Zach's someone different. I don't know who Brannigan uh, is. Well, that's the, the, the Nons Hunter guy. No, I know, I know, but them. sorry, yeah. I thought you were talking about someone else, like Brannigan. No, no, I'm going to take a look at that. Uh, let's see. Brannigan. Because that's such a rare surname. Brannigan Nons. Let's see. Um, <laughs> Brannigan Nons. Oh, I see. Shane. Shane. That's it. Shane Brannigan. Shane okay. Brannigan. That's a nice sounding name, right? Like Shane and Brannigan. Yeah, he's a nonce. It's very English. Yeah. He's a nonce? No, no, he's a nonce hunter. Oh, okay. oh, I see. Sorry. I was about to say, someone with a name like Shane Brannigan is probably not a nonce. So. Yeah, exactly. But even the word nonce is very interesting because it sounds like nonsense. Like, not, yeah. like, like what, what's the origin of it? Nonce. What, nonce? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're expecting like the Anglo to understand their like history. Like I don't like, look at Latin. It's like, like a silly nanny, you know, something like that. It's like. <laughs> oh, by the way, the end of the fucking world I thought was like okay, but it's not something I would like encourage. It's like whatever. It's like plenty. You, there's plenty of shows like it. Mm-hmm. Just uh, my uh, shock... lukewarm take. And Shock nineteen ninety nine says there's some British show I just started watching. Uh, yeah, that's what I was talking end, about. Yeah, the end of the fucking world. Ah, oh, okay, I see. I mean, the sen- the censoring of the the title is already bad enough. You kind of get the gist from that. It's like fine, but it's a bit edgy. I've only seen the first season. I don't intend to watch more. But... Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, oh, so guys, I'm not sure what exactly is happening. I think uh, I'm going to check on Hotep Sophia to see if she's coming, but uh, it may be that we are going to be drawing this to a uh, conclusion. But uh, any any final uh, Christmas thoughts, Christmas wishes for uh, any? Uh... Oh, presents! Uh, pres- I forgot. Like, what, what oh, do you guys think about nice. presents? Because I think presents are a bit of an interesting subject around Christmas. Because it's like I think, I think it's just a good thing to make people you like happy and have them make you happy too. I think like we should. Yeah, have but it's like the pr- there's like a summer. problem of like not wanting like the amount you should spend and what you should get. Okay, yeah, that's that really like, hard. Well, it's, it's total bullshit to be like, oh, you don't love me, you didn't give me enough. That I totally agree. Well, with. no, but it's not like that's not really like it though, because it's like especially when you grow up and your parents like give you like certain amount of gifts. I feel like there's there's not really an expectation for me to give that amount back. But then it's like part of me wants to be like, well, you've given me all of these over the years. I want to be like, you know. I don't know, I'm a very kind of pragmatic person, so right now I kind of tell people not to get me presents because it's like I only want one thing in life. And I yeah, want to but buy that's more money, you know. Yeah, but the problem is when you do that. That's like the woman thing, though. You tell, like, the, I don't think like some people understand that if you do that, like, 
that makes you think, oh, he wants gifts, but he doesn't really want to say that he wants gifts. Like, you generally no, but I mean, don't. Like, I'm super explicit about it. I haven't received any gifts from every, anyone because of that. Oh, no, but yeah, 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 but you're not in England, though. There's an English thing with, like, women, where it's like, if you really? say that, then it's, okay. like, some expectation where you kind of should get him gifts still, but then it's like, you know, I don't want anything too big. It's like, you know, don't, no, you don't I, need to I, get I wasn't, aware, I wasn't aware of that. For me, it's like, you know, like, I, I basically, like, sat my family down. It's like, there's one thing I want, and I know where it is, and I'm going to get it for myself. Oh, no, you, if you say, if you give something specific, then that, the rule doesn't apply. But if you don't, if you're not specific, then it, there will be an assumption. That yeah, be like, yeah, I do feel kind of bad when people give me presents, though. I kind of prefer to get them for myself or for other people. Uh, well, I don't know, gifts of him. I did, what I did for this year, right, is I decided to do some, uh, let me switch to fucking live uh, rather than, uh, I decided to do drawing for people this year. I decided to do everyone a drawing in the family. Nice. And rather than like going through the fucking board, I did like a, I got them like a little extra thing as well because it's nice to have something temporary with Christmas, I feel, as a present. And it's just like you consume something, consume, but you know, I feel like drawing, you know, drawing's a good thing to do. What did you guys give you, like, gift people? And what have you given? I got my wife a Kenwood and got a cast iron log cutter as displayed on the picture. But mostly okay. nowadays, Christmas and presents are just for the kids. Yeah. Ah, it's nice to get them. Yeah, but you got, you got to get a little something sometimes. My, uh, my cousin had a baby, so I got her a book and a stuffed, uh, stuffed toy. Oh, cool. That's that good. Nice. Well, we don't we don't really celebrate uh, Christmas, or rather, our Christmas is New Year's, because like in Russia ah, and the USSR, okay. that was more of the tradition of Novoy uh, Gud, as they call it. So uh, okay. that that's kind of like all encompassing both Christmas and New Year. You do people drawing. I've, this is the first year I've done it, but that sounds like someone with a bit more experience than I am drawing. Like if you got you did drawings with people, I bet they love it. You know, you do maybe not your eight year old drawings, but you know, like your drawings yes. now, right? Yeah, no, that 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 is a good idea. I mean, right now, just to be <laughs> honest, uh, oh, oh, somebody, oh, Buff says, <laughs> did Lev give, <laughs> did Lev give everyone in his family a furry drawing for Hanukkah? Oh no! <laughs> 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 That's so amazing. Uh. Imagine combining that, by the way, like Orthodox Jewish furries. You know, like like with the wolf suit, but with the hat and the uh, oh. you know the swirlies. <laughs> Need the sneed in like a priest outfit, like the fat snarler sneed, but you know the fucking sneed thing. They just tie all that like awfulness together, like yeah. Sneed with the wait, collar, and by the way, like, by the way, wait, 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 wait. Sneed, yeah, sneed. exactly. Sneed, yeah. Merry <laughs> oh, Sneedmas. Merry Sneedmas. Yeah, sneed, Nala oh, Sneed. Yeah. It's a bad time for me yeah. to post Sneed Nala, but no. Yeah. I'm thinking, by the way, if there were to be a circumcision for furries, would that be circumcising the sheath? Like, what are we talking about? Here? Well, no, because they like they have like regenerative magic foreskins that can like warp people. So I don't know how you accept that. Well, you're talking about Pompoko, which was uh, produced by Studio Ghibli. Tanukis are awesome. I love Tanukis. Yeah. They can like yeah. actually beat people to death with their enormous nutsacks. Is there Furries like a... should be neutered, not uh, circumcised. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine, by the way, like another sci-fi scenario where, like, cyberpunk... Like I always say, like, one thing that Cyberpunk 77 is missing is furries. Because at that point, you don't need the fursuits anymore because you could just... Just say uh... you're a furry. You need to... 
your pronouns are fur and fur pee. That's what you are, fucking lab. You're a furry. All right, Ewan, Ewan, here's here's the thing. Let me make this nice, like they said in Clockwork Orange. I'm going to make this nice and sparkling clear. Okay. The reason why Princess Sally is something that appeals to me is because she has a very female face. When it comes to a lot of the furries, they end up going into more of this, like, wolf-like, you know, with the muzzle and all this other stuff. You know, like, at that point, it's not just like a cartoon babe. It just becomes this... It's not Lola Bunny anymore. No, but it's not not just Princess Sally. It's not just her. It's your general... It's your general, like, obsession with furries and vore and, like... It's a bit of a, like an ironic furry. That's what I'm saying. Like an ironic weird. That okay. obsession. Okay, okay, okay. That obsession comes from the fact that we are living at a very interesting time with the internet, and the fact that these well, things know, exist yeah. is it's it's very hilarious. It's very it funny. Well, that's it's I'm some, completely on the same wavelength as Lev, because like like I've talked about I've talked about Mike and Melissa before on the show, right? And that's yeah. like my favorite cringe videos, Mike and Melissa. Yeah, I don't okay. think I've but seen that, Mike and Melissa. No, but it's but you, it's just video. it keeps coming back for Eleven. It's just like this kind of it must be some fucking Jungian bullshit or something like the dream dimension. I don't think, I don't think it's Jungian. I just think Lev knows how to talk. No, no, that's what I mean. He needs to be some Jungian. Interesting. At the very least, it's interesting. And I know it is. No, I agree. I'm not trying to it's, like. It's I'm all. It's all talking about it. It's but... attached. It's attached. I think to all of us to a certain extent. Yeah, just like the Pepe's and the Wojaks, and we are just well, all a part yeah. of this. I'm, no, we I'm are. Not part we are. Of the Woj- oh, no, I'm also, not part of the Wojaks. I do art on really. Twitter, so that's Pepe. just like who I have to interact with. So there's that too. You know. Yeah. We we become whatever you know we're we're around with it, to a certain extent. So I could yeah. definitely I could definitely see why growing up and seeing that show and all that like what else did a lot of kids have? Because I mean, sure, like they had um, you know, they had the Rock. You remember mm-hmm. the well? They used to have like the Rock ice cream. I remember uh, the like, girls you mean, like, in Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson. Yeah, 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 Dwayne, yeah, 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 yeah. So well, wrestling wrestling still is a huge part of my life. I still love wrestling. Yeah. But, like, there were some kids who were into wrestling and some kids who were into Sonic. I was yeah, it's okay to be into Sonic, man. It's just, like, one of these things where I just, I don't know. I yeah. feel like what we need to do, Lev, is there's, like, two options. We need yes. a, a full-on, like, thesis about your, like, a full-on, not thesis, but, like, an essay, your experiences with the furry fandom and shit like that. Or we need to get you a prostitute who dresses up like Princess Acorn, <laughs> and we need you to get those feelings out. Get him out. You bust your nut once. What we need, what we need, is a necromancer. We need a necromancer <laughs> to go to that Sally doll, the one that's made out of a fucking skeleton, and to no. resurrect it. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's fucking. No. I mean, yes, but no. Yeah. Yes, but no. That person must have done something hard. That's their punishment. <laughs> They're in hell. That's their punishment. Well, I think the wor- one of the worst hells would be that farm that the Chinese built. They built like this tall, like almost like a city in an, uh, unto itself, pig farm, and the stench could be smelled from you know miles away or something. And that's that is horrible. Yeah. That is a hell. Like imagine well, being well, that. Well, in Dante, pig. the gluttonous are sentenced to a place just like that. If you're gluttonous, you have to roam around and shit. Yeah. I mean, why do we assume that hell necessarily has to be like some place on the ground or in like some fiery dimension? 
maybe reincarnation works in such a way that we experience hell sometimes on this very planet by just yeah, living or, or a really that's shitty kind of the Gnostic view of looking at things is that we're all in hell because what we're experiencing is a lesser, like we're not in God's creation right now. We're in a lesser creation. And well, by and, and that's since everything is like a relative, a relative hell, yeah. something else. Yeah. But that, yeah, no, that that uh, that makes sense. I mean, it would be nice to think like I do want to have a stream later on about the afterlife and talk about. Uh, mm -hmm. By the way, I really hope my microphone quality has not been annoying today. No, it's I... perfect. It's it's just fine over here. Chat... It's fine. It's just occasionally I feel like what's happened before is you've spoken really close to the microphone like uh, this and right, like right, it right, peaks. Right, yes. Like I, control... I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with you. Dude, stop trying to bore us. I guess, stop trying to bore us. Uh, yes. Wait, who's getting bored? What? This what? entire what? stream's what? getting fucking bored. No. Wait, by the way, there do exist. There do exist um, these cameras that you can swallow like pills, you know? Like you swallow yeah, them. Yeah, well, that's why doctors use them. Yeah, but I wonder, could we like, get one for the stream? And like have a volunteer eat one and just have the entire... I mean I could eat I I'd probably be fine eating one. Like, especially if you don't have to like it requires fasting, that's why with me. But I just yeah, but don't that... really know if you'd like you wouldn't get much out of that because there's already like footage of it. I don't know. Like Well would you see like the stomach acid? Like what would you see? No, I don't yes. know. Like you'd but you see it, you just like see the throat and you see the stuff and it's all but it's you have to like you don't just swallow it, you have to like choke on it basically i'm, yeah. I'm gonna not do like this on the fucking street it's like <laughs> you know like like a piece yeah. of string and you gotta like swallow the camera but unless yeah. i like imagine, swallowed imagine marbles like, or something weird as well like, I don't like know. my my cat and i gotta watch him but sometimes he would swallow like some string and then it would come out of his butt and we have to be like really careful you know taking it out you, you know what i mean Am I the uh, only sorry, person um, so, who experiences this? What taking the string out of your grandpa's bum? What you thought? I must no, have missed cat, something. cat, cat. Not oh, not... okay. <laughs> oh, so your grandpa's cat. <laughs> I don't want to take the string out of your grandpa's bum. That's weird. That's fucking weird. Oh my god! But imagine this. It. Imagine like having the string being eaten by the cat. But then the, it's a long string, and then given to another cat, yeah, and then another, that. and then another, and then you can make a necklace out of it. <laughs> You don't need to buy a, ne a necklace, the cat makes the necklace for you. Exactly. I mean, that sounds like a very fucked version of Human Centerpiece, but for yeah. uh, a or, certain or... furry in this stream who is a closet <laughs> furry. Closet yeah. furry. Or you could we'll do it with it. grandpas, I guess. You could do it with grandpas or grandmas. Oh, no! Grandpas! <laughs> no. Please do a biopunk uh, episode, because I, I always want an excuse to talk about biopunk. Okay, this what could if... be the biopunk future. Is this somehow is a using... more cringe version of steampunk? It is way more cringe because okay. the idea is like it's organ like we we manufacture we genetically engineer organs and the organs work on an assembly line and they make like just how you're talking about butthole strings like like we like the intestines perfectly make strings and like we essentially the idea is using organs genetically engineering origin organs to turn them into factory parts to turn them into machines like organs. Does it look as does it look as cringe as steampunk like steampunk Oh no, not as no. It looks like um, well, no, it looks like H.R. Geiger. It's like stuff in jars and like organs and stuff like that. Or, oh, well, actually, like the like the best examples of biopunk are like the parts of the first Pokemon movie where Mewtwo's in the jar. Oh um, yeah. Neon Genesis Evangelion, where it has a lot of like bioorganic stuff. Shin Godzilla by uh, Hideaki Anno. Like any, anything biomechanical is biopunk. That's what biopunk refers to. Oh, okay. Biomechanical. So, 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 so what? Uh... Mm -hmm. 
So would Akira be an example of Biopunk as far as the that, final? That would one hundred percent be Biopunk. Look, with obviously with Cyberpunk thrown in there. Yeah, this term about... is yes, incredibly on. whack. Don't ever say Biopunk. It's so whack. You're becoming more whack every time you say it. Don't do exactly. it. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen to Aman. What's wrong with Like, tell me what's wrong with Biopunk. I think it's cool. It's simply whack, sir. I can't. <laughs> I can't tell you more. Whack. Uh, I just like organic shit. I like mutant, like evolving. Well, that that's what they. Uh, that's what by they I mean. That's what uh, Helios <laughs> Logos uh, thinks uh, was up with Atlantis, where he talks about how the reason why we can't find any evidence of it was because they used like organic matter. Yeah, that's to what I'm talking their... about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's dude, what if thing, real but... life was like Bioshock, bro? What if real life was like Bioshock, bro? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm personally even more interested in the, uh, the uh, what may be giant trees. You know, like we have Mises. Like there are people who think that the Mises and like Devil's Rock that those are actually tree, like tree stumps. Mises. M E S. Uh, so I just e. don't know what they are. Like, it's, I'm not Mesa, like, trying to like, uh, call you on pronunciation. Or Mesa. Mesa. Well, just what are right they? Is, whatever they it's are. It's like, um, if you ever looked in, the, it's like in South America, there are these structures that are like a mountain, but it's like completely yeah, flat on top. Like, well, the Nazca lines are a bit like that, I guess. Are they related to Nazca yeah. lines? I mean, people say that it has something to do with vol volcanic activity, but has there ever been, like, as far as Devil's Rock goes, has there ever been any volcano that has, let's say, solidified into these uh, hexagonal shapes? Here, I'll show you the shapes. Devil's Rock. Well, first of all, do all you guys know what Devil's Rock looks like? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. So here, I'm going to post an example of a Devil's Rock tree. You know, they're like, fact check, Devil's Rock National Mon... Okay, you get the idea. You know, there are all these debunkers out there ruining our fun. But uh, I really uh -huh. think that there is something... Have you got the data on that, Lev? Sorry, have you got the data on that? Sorry. You're not allowed to speak unless you've got the, the level 5 data pass for that. Sorry, have you got the data on that? So here, here is the image. For those who don't know, this is, uh, this is Devil's Rock right over here. And I want to show the actual <laughs> it's like a joint tree that just got like looks i'm like telling a tree. you yeah it looks like a so, so okay so devil's rock let's see uh is the pentagon is a hexagon hexagon what is going on who is that talking in the background it's martin i think can he come on the stream would martin want to join us no, Martin's. No, it's not me. It's not. I'm saying Martin's the one with the person in the background. Oh, okay, I see. Oh, right, I mean, I'd see. ask my if my parents are awake, I'd like ask the ask them if they wanted to join, but I don't think my mum. My sister, my my mum is like pretty camera shy. So. so this is the formation over here of a uh, Devil's Rock. This is just like a close up of it, and I have never seen volcanoes work this way. I mean, again, like. I, uh, I made no some scientist. art. I actually made some devil's uh, devil's tower art, devil's rock art. It's also called devil's tower. Nice. I would love to see it. Do you have it here? Oh. Yeah, I do. I'm just gonna pull it up right now. Oh, nice. And it's uh. Wait, are you doing the screen share or uh, how do you? Want I'm, I'm gonna post in the BTR chat. 
Actually, oh, no, yes. this is in the BTR chat. We can't post images in the BTR no. chat anymore, can we? No, no, you can't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, um, I'm i giving everybody the ability to post images back, Yeah. but it's hard to do it. Like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to do it right now for everybody. You just got to create a role, Lev. Just create a role where, like, I do have, no, no, people I do, you trust. I do have a role that I created, and this is what okay. I'm doing. See, uh, it's okay, called yeah, Citizen. Yeah, okay. Citizen, this is the role okay. for people. So, actually, let me do that for you right now. So, Corpse yeah, Carter, yeah, yeah. let me find you, and let yeah. me give you the uh, role. I'm, I'm Millennium Hirano on, uh, on the server. I'm Millennium Hirano. Can you, can you post a message just on uh, the BTR chat, and then I'll quickly sure. just turn you into the... Uh, the citizen and by the way anybody who wants to be citizen just let me know again this is just a gate there we go oh, oh no no that's myself so <laughs> very, very handsome looking rock there it, it's got I, the face up i like the face up a lot the face up yes so corpse carter i am ready when you are here for uh yeah, right here there. we go perfect perfect okay so nice nice looking wolf here we go I don't know what all these new roles here. Okay, now you can post. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you very much. I just need to find the end of the channel. Yes, so for those who don't know, Corpse Carter, he is an amazing artist, very thank beautiful you. work, and uh, a proud member of the BTR community. And I really do think we are growing as a community. And, well, wait, is that your face? Yeah, that's my face oh on my one of the fucking whatever it is. I don't know what the, I don't know what the original number is called, but the fucking face up weird. It's got like all the all the face up stuff's good. I would recommend. I don't want to like show for it because it's got ads, so you know. That is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, just looks. I think that was one of the ones where it worked the best because it just like just worked. It like fucking high face, man. So, the magma feeds its photosynthesis and takes millennia to resprout. Uh, interesting. That's about the uh, the way that the uh, hexagon shapes form as far as the the uh, the volcano goes. I mean, that's interesting. Again, like I'm just talking about it, like you know, as if I know anything. I don't know anything about these uh, strange-looking formations that look like trees. But I like the idea that there may have once been these giant trees and giant people and all that. Oh man, well, look at this. Discuss the idea of like nephilim and giant human beings before, and then. You know, bone findings of giant humans. Well, My yeah. ancestors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Aman Sadhu, six foot three. Uh, very blessed. Hell yeah. <laughs> By the way, Aman, were you always tall? Like as a child, were you? Uh... Yeah, I had an early growth spurt. And then I just, uh, I played all the tall guy sports. And life was good. Nice. Basketball, right? Basketball, volleyball. Area. Those are the tall, tall guy sports I know of. Mm -hmm. But and I can't uh, swim, so maybe I'm I'm black secretly. Maybe my bone density is too high. I'm not sure. Yeah. Can can't you trace? Can you trace your uh, origins back to a certain place in India? Sindhus River. That's where Sundus come from. And uh, then both of my families, they are um, pretty old families, both landowner families, like. Nice. Uh, Oh, by the way, look, look at this illustration. Yeah, so in the background of the image is Devil's Tower. The piece oh, is called Devil's That is Tower. beautiful. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. It's a very old piece. It's, it's I drew it like maybe four years ago. Nice. So, Aman, as far as landowners go, is landowners that a particular cast or is there different casts of landowners oh, cool. or how, how does that work? 
I think it's like one of the middle casts they would be in, but like uh, six uh, are kind of slightly separate, but not really. I, I don't really know how it all works, <laughs> except that like uh, I'm from two light skinned families, and light skin just is just higher caste generally in India. Mm. So uh, that was good for me. That's like a Karina Kapoor. She would also be around the same. Yeah, yeah. If you if you're if you look fair, like people are very interested and uh, respectful, and uh, like like if you're white and you go to India, people are gonna be really nice to you. Mm. That's just how it is. <laughs> there there was a video that I uh, that I saw of uh, this guy motorcycling around India, and. Uh, I mean, look, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on India because I'm sh- sure it's a really beautiful place, but it has certain things that, uh, I mean, maybe this was an old video, I don't know, but it does have certain things that it could be worked on as far as the infrastructure goes. I mean, Dude, it's probably India, India is a mess, man. It's all right, you can say it. <laughs> I mean, come on, dog. It is, uh, <laughs> it is good. There, Are you there, from there... India, Roman? Sorry, Are you from India? I mean, yes, I'm clearly Indian. You can hear my accent. It's very thick. No, I can't. Honestly, honestly, honestly I can't. You don't sound Indian. You can't hear my Indian inflection, sir. No, I, 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 can, I can hear it. I can hear it. You cannot hear my Indian nature. It's right here. Now I can hear it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you definitely got it a little bit, but it's just like the fact that a lot of Indians I've heard generally have it quite heavy. So I'm just like, when I hear someone with an actual like nuanced accent, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's, you know, we're so, like, no, no. I, I'm good at uh, picking up languages and accents quickly, I think, yeah. because of singing. So then I can kind of change my accent. It's like, if I go live in a different Anglo country, I'll pick up the accent really quickly. And even like, uh, like I was in Ireland for a bit, and then I kind of had an Irish accent for a bit. It's kind of funny. Oh. So this is Karina Kapoor, and she's uh like she she looks she she looks pretty pretty white like as far as the uh, skin color goes. So like uh, she would be, I guess, in the uh, that group that you talked about. And she voiced a character for Roadside Romeo. Do you guys know Roadside Romeo? No, but it sounds bad. I'm just the name. Well, no, it's actually pretty fun. So Roadside Romeo was actually a Walt Disney produced movie uh which <laughs> hold on i mean this is actually funny that we're talking about this considering what roadside romeo is is roadside romeo by any way have any like pregnant furry characters in it like giving <laughs> birth and eating each other <laughs> wait, wait 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 hold on hold on i gotta find a bigger image before i uh wait aman do you know what i'm talking about aman? roadside romeo yeah I haven't seen it. I've only seen like the old classic Bollywood movies, which are really good. Okay, well, I recommend this is, uh, They'll say Ray. They'll say is very this good. This is this is a Bollywood movie too, you could say. But uh, here it is. Here is Roadside Romeo. Hold on. Hold on. Scroll and scroll and scroll. Here it is. Roadside Romeo. Oh yeah, of oh, course. No, there you go. There you go. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> and you see this? Uh, th- I've this girl never over heard here? of this. Uh, Karina Kapoor voices her. The, 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 is this a fucking Karina Kapoor done food, fell off. She fell off. Damn. Yeah, so this is this is Karina Kapoor. This this is her. And this is who she's voicing. Well, this is back I in mean, 2006. I, guess I would bang that dog. I, I suppose. <laughs> I would... Well, you are living in Canada, so. That's life. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta be furry. Mm. 
There's like an there's like a level of it where I can like accept it, but this is like too bad. It's like it's like oh sorry, well, you know. You like, talking about, like, I, I, I see no nothing attractive about that dog. You were talking about pregnant. The the dude over here on the well, right, no, but... he looks kinda of pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well of course he does. Look Aaron, are you telling me you wouldn't rub that big dog belly and just get your get your lips right? Oh, up it's, in there. It's, it's, no, nice, but it's like the rest of the body's too lick. like dog like. It doesn't just because you give like a fucking fuck me look. <laughs> You're rubbing a belly's different than fucking. You remember that episode of South Park with the dog when Carpenter was like, oh, Red no, Rocket, Red fucking, Rocket. Fucking, <laughs> oh, oh, fucking South Park. Yeah. Oh, man. Dogs. Uh, I like how Hotep Sophia has like, managed to like save herself from this conversation. <laughs> like, this is too much for me, like with the last time. This, like, this is too much for me right now. Oh yeah, uh, Byzantium Archon says, "I bet Amon lives in Vancouver." I mean, nobody knows if I'm even real. Uh, do I exist? That is true. I don't know. You, yeah. you post a lot though, but then again, AIs can post a lot, and AIs can speak. So you know, I I'm don't the know. Greatest AI of all time. I'm six three. That's that's just how it is, you know. I, I mean, the, an, an AI that's so proud about its height. I mean, that's progressive. We all the no AI before has cared about their height other than a man. So this is impressive. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got one question. We're gonna prove whether you're an AI or not right now. Okay, so uh, how much wood could chuck chuck a wood chuck could chuck wood? This is the AI question. Go. Six. Uh, well, mm, I don't know, that's, no, if, if, mm, I can't decide from just that, unfortunately. If, there's usually a clear way, if AI is, like, way too quick, then you know that's an AI. But if they're, like, you know, they give, like, a jokey response, and you can usually tell they're not an AI, but you gave, like, a sit a bit too late, I'm fucking, I can't tell. Someone else help me. Oh, I was also chatting, though, so you got to understand, uh, my response had a bit of latency Due to multitasking. Well, yeah, but then you're like playing the in-between role. Like you're an AI that's trying to pretend to be human, but also not pretend to be. This is too advanced. It's like, who's your creator? My creator is none other than the great and powerful Amon Sandu. I don't even know how I said my own name there. Wait, you created yourself. (laughs) That's like the Uberman, right? So you created yourself. The AI that created this. Wait, what is what does Sadhu mean? Does it it's mean possible. To, to pray? Sandhu Sandhu is named after the river Sindhis. So Sandhu Sindhis River. And there's also other people called Sidhu, and that's kind of the same thing. It's like the same root uh, village and family, you could say. Interesting. And your family can it trace like itself back over many generations? Like uh, is all of that kept track of or not really? We we have good tracking. We have good tracking, but a lot of families don't anymore. There's a lot of uh, uh, sort of uh, weird aberrations, and then people who got kind of excommunicated from original lines for certain transgressions, which may or may not be a good thing. I'm not sure, but I'm from an older older sort of lineage. Mm. I'd be very interested in having you on with Indian Bronson. Have you have you spoke with Indian Bronson before? No, I've seen his stuff. He used the Amitabh Bachchan kind of profile pic, which I respect. 
but he he works in tech and stuff i don't uh know and also he's he's very black pilled and mm. i'm white pilled uh <laughs> and i don't know i disagree with a lot of what he thinks like his analyses well that, that's what he'd be good speaking i like him a lot but uh, i also disagree a lot because he's way too technocratic and non-white look basically Both really yeah, knows how to push my button jesus christ every post it's just like an attack on my it's like, <laughs> he's trying to call me a blank defender i don't want to say that word for some reason but, you know i can say packing you know what i mean like, oh no mm. i'm not really a defender on immigration but let's let's not let's not call let's not ruin this christmas stream of immigration talk. come on yeah. Oh, yes, it's Christmas time. Let's talk about immigration. It's Christmas well, time. It's Russian is, geopolitics. Uh, many Russian Indians ge- in other countries Russia. don't like more Indians coming. Uh, that's I bit... grew up with so many Indians and Pakistanis. It was like 20% of my youth school was Pakistani. And yeah, hmm. it was but always like a... funny watching the Indians having problem when they came straight from India watching mm. the Pakistanis in the eye because they were high caste and Pakistani always low caste. Wait, wait, say that again. So the Pakistani were low caste, but who was high caste? Indians. Oh, Indian okay. immigrators to Europe are usually high caste and Pakistani usually farming low class. Like Interesting, serfs, yeah. Basically. Well, I remember like uh, when Shabana, and I hope Shabana comes here on and the show Muslim soon. Muslim hate in a lot of the communities too. Just because a lot of stuff went down, you gotta understand. There's a there's a long history of shit going mm. down. Very and long. Even the Hindus, like it, I mean, I could I could hold a grudge against the Hindus too, but uh, I just don't. Uh, but I could. I very easily could. I know a lot of people who do. So uh, that's why a, a lot of the Sikhs are more chilled out because in, in India, uh, we're a big we're a minority, right? Tiny minority. Yet we still have some degree of power there. Mm. But essentially, it's like it's it's either the Muslims or the Hindus, and uh, you know nobody respects someone the same way they respect someone who's their own, and so we kind of know. Maybe we're like Jews. Who knows? That's kind of like a Jewish thing too. Well, one thing that the one thing that uh, the uh, Orthodox Jews one uh, problematic situation that they have, which I've heard from people who are uh, born in Pakistan, that it's a problem there too has to do with uh you know the very close blood between uh you know between marriage so their kids end up having uh physical and mental problems through uh through that kind of inbreeding process and uh many such cases yeah true, yeah and it's sad you know because it's like there there are these communities of these orthodox jews that just like they live in their own enclosure they don't like talking to strangers and the problem is there and they're ignoring it, you know, like, cause this is something that could be, and maybe some do try to like do DNA tests and just figure something out, but it is, you know, it, it is a big problem in both of these communities. So I wonder if a lot of it is also done to like, uh, preserve the family, so to speak, to like, keep, keep everything in one place. There's a lot of stupid stuff that goes on with like intersexual relations. Like India is so bad at romance. This is why Indian guys are like, generally the worst bobs bobs yeah and bobs and vagine exactly <laughs> but i mean it's just it's just such a bad culture for love and the guys and the girls are both pretty awful generally 
So if you're exceptional at all, it becomes very, okay. very easy. Here's today, the thing. I've only heard about men being bad in Indian culture. How are the women bad? I'm curious. I only hear about the bobs and virgins. I want to oh. hear about the the dicks and the, the ass. I don't know. Whatever. Look, here, here's the basic fact, right? Like most Indian women are, are not hot. And then there's and then if the one is, is hot, she's disproportionately much hotter than everyone else. So then it creates kind of like a huge status advantage. And then Indian guys are simps, so they get so much simping energy and they become very spoiled. And then it creates a very bad cycle. And then on the other hand, the Indian guys who are higher caste, they think they can just fucking do whatever they want. And there's also a lot of rape and like uh, soft rape, I guess you could say soft prostitution, weird stuff that happens. So uh, it's not it's just not healthy. Like none of it is healthy. Yeah, I know none of it's healthy. Much arrogance and so on and so Mm. forth. I love this image, by the way, of Justin Trudeau. Is he wearing like a traditional Sikh outfit, or what's going on here, Aman? He's a traditional. That's wine like a ramal, yeah. so you wear that in, in in the temple if you don't have a, a Pagga turban. Hmm. Uh, that's that's just what you do. Something I think I'm not this really is a sure great why. opportunity for a great reset. That's, I'm Justin Trudeau. I've been great. Trust God. Fucking politicians don't trust any of them. Simple as. I'd, I'd be the only good politician because I would just kill the queen and then I'd be done. Uh, that's all I would do. Just Wait, you don't, you don't, you don't have respect You queen. don't have respect for the queen? What kind of No, what I kind don't. Of I don't. Sorry. I'm a fucking... Uh, I'm no one really... No one who has, like, dignity respects, like, any politician. Like, well, nah, that's not quite true, but... You know but what is I mean? she a politician as much as a figurehead who's supposed well, to, Well, like, I just... Work. I feel like if you, if you kill the queen, you just, like... I just imagine if like you become the queen. the queen, you just become the chaotic king. <laughs> I don't. I know it doesn't work like that. But well, well, a lot, it works a lot like Kylie, right? Like if you kill the queen, you absorb all the soul. That's <laughs> and you, and all the soul she's eaten. Yeah. Uh, but the queen isn't the one in the royal family that's the problem. It's all of the fucking underlings she has, like all of the fucking like Prince Harry types, and uh, the fact that if you relate to the royal family and you do something like a bit risky, you get all the tabloids on you, wasting everyone's time. Well, now uh, we got Meghan me. Markle who wants to be a Disney princess or something. I'm not exactly sure what's uh, what's going down there. And was it worth it for uh, Harry to uh, lose his whole, uh, you know, uh, w- w- what is it called? The Dominion of Heaven or whatever, whatever the fuck. Right of Yeah, like, you know, his brother is now going to be king, but uh, Harry, w- w- what has he got? Mandate of Heaven. That's what Mandate of Heaven. Yes. Mandate. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, this whole woke culture with, like, I see what Meghan Markle is trying to get into, like, this much more controlled woke culture. It's not, like, the rabbit SJWs, but it's close, and it panders to them. And that's the best way that I can describe it. It's insidious. You know, it's like, it's like neoliberal kind of milquetoast values, and, like, 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 by not portraying themselves as radical makes their views seem more acceptable which in a way is more insidious you know hmm. but, but the I, from out like college types like they it's really easy for them to, for them to like turn people off to leftism but if you're like more quiet about it more subtle about it you can kind of you know like, like you know kind of make these ideas more palatable well i guess it goes back to what we were talking originally today on uh how many steps are required for to actually go into you know, a very uh, a very dystopian situation. And I don't know the answer to that. I know what it would look like. This is something that Gio talked about, like the, the favelas and all that. 
So I know what it looks like. Now the question is, are the steps already being taken or are these like the other thing that I lean on here is I see the establishment as being something that while it sets a tone, it also does certain things to appease the crybabies and then it turns on them and the yeah. leftist crybabies forget every single fucking year and they end up falling for the trap every single fucking year. Yeah, so, well, well, the left eats their own. Yeah. Okay, sure. so I'll, ju I'll just say this on the sofa before I go because I'm just basically being loud and I kind of keep my sister away. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, but just how utopias are... You know utopias, basically, it's like an impossible idea, right? You know, you know about that, right, love? It's not like a real... the latin for dystopia utopia means like impossible to reach or something like that I, something like that i'm mm. but dystopias for me are the same thing because i don't think like any even if shit gets worse right people will like fucking adapt it and it's like whatever's gonna happen is just like even with like living favelas or some bullshit humans are gonna like fucking ignore the government and shit and they're gonna do what they want like like even if shit goes to shit you know in libya or whatever blah 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 people prevail anyway i should really go because otherwise i'm gonna keep my sister awake and I, okay. I'm, I'm loud I can't does your sister ever want to so come please. on the stream in the future by the way uh well i'm i she wouldn't be coming on here like i because i do usually be around and honestly the fact that i'm being loud would probably make her to not be a good appearance uh, so well, I don't want to yeah. late, later on i would love for her to it's come in late. if she wants to next time i would love for your sister to. Come yes in. okay no okay fine no i'm sorry i'm, I'm going to go hold on hold on Good seeing you, Ewan. Take care. Merry Christmas. Take care. Merry Christmas, Ewan. Oh, man. Ewan's great. Ewan's the best. But uh, yeah. li like I said before, I want to get all my ducks in a row about this. There are still so many books that I have to read. And sure, I understand that everything is going to come from books. But guys, send me articles. Send me books. Send me all all the information but about what, Israel. Where can I about... actually send you this? Like, is this Discord or the chat? She's 17, uh, by the way, now, so don't You could just send it to my email, I mean, uh, or DM yeah, me sure. on Twitter, whatever's best. I got you, because uh, it's a long title, so I know for a fact I'm going to forget. So I'm just gonna yeah, yeah. Russia. She was just being grumpy to me then, because I'm being loud, uh, which is, I shouldn't be doing, gotcha. but, you know, like, gotcha. anyway, i got to go. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Take care. Yeah, so it's just the five of us left right now. I have, don't know if Hotep Sophia is coming in. I'm going to check. Because uh, I did want to uh, see her on uh, Christmas. I know that there was some some concert thing she was also doing. Let me take a look at this. And by the way, if any one of you motherfuckers have not subscribed yet, I swear to God, we are growing thanks to your help. We are going to have amazing guests coming in. We are going to have... Here, here's who we are going to have. For all the new people who are just checking up on us right now and seeing what's crack and lack. And I want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas. Wishing the best to your friends, your family, all your loved ones. Anyway, here is who we have coming up. On Tuesday, December 29, we have Charles Carroll. We have the New Year's Eve stream on Thursday, December 21. We are going to have Paul Talk, who has a bone to pick with Geo, on Tuesday, January 5. Alexander Bard is back, along with uh, Arash Kolahi. They are going to be talking economics and the future. We are going to have Tuesday, January 12th on Cyberpunk, on the theme of Cyberpunk. So send me people, send me people, send me people. I need to bring big people on here uh, to become part of BTR, and with your help, we will do it. And uh, just bring me big people who have something to do with Cyberpunk, and I will be forever, forever grateful. Because I, uh, I, I know someone, but he might not be big enough, so I guess I'll run it by you first. 
I, honestly, not big enough. That's fine too. I just want to make sure, like, if you also know big people, bring okay. those on. This is just like a general call to action for all the people who are watching this right now. Okay. Uh, you can D DM me on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is not here anymore. It's break the rules here. So for those who don't know, I mean, how could? Okay, here, Lev Polyakov. Lev Polyakov. I'm writing my name down at Lev Po on Twitter. You guys, have you guys not followed me on Twitter yet? What the fuck? Left Poe on Twitter. Go there, follow me on Twitter, and send me a DM with books, with information, whatever. I'm gonna read everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna do all the research. And again, like if there is something where I will say that, okay, this is interesting, but there's not enough there's not enough tangibility here for me to say whether this is indeed the case, that's the category I'm gonna put it into. And uh, unless something else is brought into to challenge that anyway what else do we have coming up tuesday january 19th sonic the hedgehog thursday january okay hold on let's skip that uh oh oh thursday january 28 owen cyclops is coming in that one's going to be that one's going to be a hell of an event so there we go guys we have a lot of great stuff in store for you as you can see we love you you guys are the best I I don't see a message right now from Hotep Sophie. I'm not sure what's going on right now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Maybe there is a message. Maybe there is. Hold on. No, this is something else. This is Corpse Carter, and you sent me a great book. Excellent. Thank you yeah, so that's, much. Yeah, uh, that's about the Russian FBI. I know for sure I was going to forget it, so I, I wanted to send it now. Thank you. And Amon. We talked and... about how the Russian FDA, there's like a, almost a soft coup against another security organization, and how Russian organizations just constantly butt heads against each other. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm, I'm definitely going to take a look at that. And I'm on. Please send me some stuff as well, because I know that, uh, again, you're more of a fan of uh, Russia than I am. And I would love to send you some stuff and please send me some stuff because uh, I want to I want to learn and I also want to share all th all the things that I know. And uh, I think this is what this whole thing is about. Just expanding all of our horizons. I'll see if I can find some of this stuff, but my feelings are kind of built on like like years of just like reading random stuff and then putting a picture together that makes sense to me it's like playing a poker game like i just try to read the story of the bets and what the plays look like so if i assume everyone's at a certain level of proficiency i can kind of read what they're doing so maybe it's just a schizo analysis i don't know i could be wrong i mean for i will give putin credit of like putting on the air of somebody who i would expect to make better decisions i do one thing that i do like is how he takes care of the amur tigers i think that's a very nice quality also when he uh um when he picked Russell's that poor, so big that poor, we have tigers for uh yes when he picked <laughs> that poor dog up do you remember there was that guy who built a statue of that same dog breed as well uh, Kyrgyz, no, not Kyrgyzstan, some other stand. There's another stand country that this guy brought in this poor dog, this poor little puppy dog, and he picked the dog up, like, by the collar, and then Putin grabbed it, and he was holding it, and, you know, it was much nicer. So, I think, you know, that that's a nice quality, so I'll definitely give him that. But, from what I see, the whole thing is way more of a Potemkin village as far as the image that they display out to the world, and the kind of, uh, the kind of shithole, frankly, that most people are living in there who are not living in the big cities. So that's that's at least what I'm able to see and from the people who I know that are living there who are, you know, who have been in Russia forever and uh, who have been in pretty top positions within just the uh, the culture. You know, people who are still listened to today Lev, uh, by Russians. 
maybe you could get the Russians with attitude guys on. Uh, like they're Russian, and they might have like they'll have a way better perspective, obviously, than me. I'm I'm just a schizo who uh, enjoys a bit of Russia reading now and then in Ukraine, Eastern Europe stuff. Like I like reading about it and stuff, but uh, those guys uh, they seem pretty sharp. I like their stuff. Maybe they'd come on. That, no, that, that would be a lot of fun. The only thing is I would want to bring some people from more of my side as well. In other words, like people who would be more critical of the government just because... Oh, in a they're lot not these... pro-Putin. Oh, they're not? What What are they? No, are they... no. They're kind of like just... I don't... As far as I can tell, they're kind of just very critical of any any current hope. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure. Maybe they're black-pilled. Like but I don't really know. I don't want to paint them unfairly, but they seem pretty balanced. Well, I'll, def yeah, I'll think... definitely take a look. And, I, and I'd love to bring all kinds of different people in, you know, even Duganists. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't care. Like, even though a lot of people don't respect Dugan from, uh, you know, the circle, the more of the intellectual circles, the OG intellectual circles back in the day, like the people that used to smuggle in poetry uh into you know in like books by vladimir and Nabokov, they used to smuggle them into russia and for those who don't know my mom who was like uh you know she took some of these books and she got uh she got arrested and she got persecuted and she got you know she got expelled from her school because she was like reading the wrong books and sharing those books with other people and uh they're uh the friend of my mom's her family told on the KGB both on my mom and on their own daughter. So that was like back then that was the level of insanity that even your own parents would betray you because they think that would be the right thing to do, you know, for the sake of the party. So uh, just, just craziness. And by the way, Hotep Sophia says, let's Insanity see if you can sure. hear me one second. I think she may be able to come in right at the end. I would just love just to hear from her. Hotep Sophia, she has been an OG BTR member for an incredibly long amount of time. And I love her. She's the best. So I want to make sure that we get a final word from her. Let me see. Uh, for sure. But, still... uh, Lev, yes. have you heard about uh, Dmitry Galkovsky? Uh, let me see. Let me connect the face to the name. W what did he do? The Russians with attitude, guys. They say he is the thinking man's Dugin. <laughs> he only writes in Russian, though. Only well, let me see. In Russian. It's, it's interesting when you say the thinking man of Dugin, because Dugin himself, like, he's, um, he's been around for a long time, and, uh, I've always thought of him speaking for himself, not really having anybody else to speak for him. So, this is interesting. Let me take a look. I will find That's out what I can about well. this guy. I will find out Dmitry what I can Galkovsky. about this guy. And uh, and I will get back to you about this. This, this is interesting. This, this is good stuff. And I know, like, by the way, one position that I would say I'm closer to is the position of Jason Giorgiani regarding Russia. Although Jason Giorgiani believes that we can unite with uh, Russia uh, to fight China. But again... I personally think that I would love for that to happen. I don't think it'll ever happen right now. Like Russia is not going to do anything to China because they still have this very anti-American bent where they'd rather China cuck them than, you know, having anything, you know, positive go for the Americans. And I understand the whole thing about, you know, like the world banking and all that stuff. Where does the Russian, where do the Russian I oligarchs keep their money? I think books predicted everything. And uh, next we're going to see China-Russia war. <laughs> Tom Clancy May already I mean, look, predicted maybe, everything we've maybe. seen. <laughs> Wait, who, who predicted this? Tom Clancy. The no oh, Tom writer. Clancy. Okay. 
again, <laughs> maybe I hope Russia would see the light as far as, you know, because, uh, again, my, my big concern about China has more to do with advancing tech, biotech, all that crap. Like, if they run rampant with all that, that would be like a real hell on earth. Look what they're doing to the pigs. Imagine what they do to the human-pig hybrids. Holy shit. For sure. You know, that is that's, that is dangerous. That's the ultimate dystopia. We don't want China, for sure. And even though, like, uh, Giorgiani writes for Arctos, you know, every time I say Arctos, I always think of Arctost, like having yeah, toast in the shape of an like arc. Yeah, but anyway, uh, uh, Arctos also publishes Dugan stuff, I believe, and uh, his disagreement with Dugan and this whole Eurasianism is he sees, and I think correctly, Giorgiani sees, the Eurasianism being much more of the slave mentality that the Russians had when they were under the uh, the Golden Horde, as opposed to, let's say, this more... Promethean. I mean, you know, Georgianian Prometheanism, he always talks about Promethean, but uh, he sees that Prometheanism as being something that the Russian people could tap into that is far older than this Eurasianism that they experienced when they were enslaved. But anyway, we got Hotep Sophia here. Hotep Sophia in the house. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas, Sophia. I don't think I've met you, Corpse Carter, before. <laughs> we were, no, we were um, on, um, it was a long time ago. It was Great Reset. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A right. long time ago. And this is the first time I've ever been on video on the stream. Nice. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Are you, are you making anything uh, for Christmas? Any any food that we can see? Uh, I remember last time. Oh, no. I no. I had to cook earlier. I did oh, three okay. different kinds of cookies today, and I have three mm. more cookies to bake. I'm frying a turkey tomorrow. Making mac and cheese. Anyway, I have a lot of food tomorrow. Nice. That's why oh, I'm man, so you're late. Make, you're making me hungry. I actually ate a cookie too. I ate one cookie today. Unfortunately, it was with uh, it was with uh, raisins. Ugh. Yeah, I right? make oatmeal raisin cookies. That's what my dad likes. Oh my god, just give me regular oatmeal cookies. Yeah, well, chocolate chip is great. Chocolate yes, chip. I, but chocolate I like cookies. it with uh, peanut butter. You ever had a peanut butter and chocolate chip cookie? No, but that sounds pretty good too. Good stuff. I actually One. made some um, gluten free, sugar free, with uh, sugar free with coconut sugar. And it's also sourdough. So I'll be interested to see if it'll taste like actual cookies. Oh, by the way, there's a, there's a lot of sound coming from the background. Yeah, it's loud where I am. Yeah, but no, that's fine. It's a party atmosphere. It's a party atmosphere. Yeah, this is a Christmas, this is Christmas day. It's a Christmas party. So I think we're going to be ending it pretty much right now. But I just okay, wanted to say, I, I just want to say, Hotep Sophia, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for making it. And everybody here, this was an amazing stream. We had so much fun. And uh, uh, can, you, can you make it to the New Year's stream? Can you make it? Oh, New Year's will be fine. New Year's will be excellent. Excellent. I'll be sorry. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right, guys, this is it. This is the end of the stream. Yeah, everybody, right. everybody, please subscribe. Awesome please subscribe. Who have not subscribed before? I love you all. You guys are the best. I love having these conversations. We're gonna bring everybody in to talk. This is what we do. This is how BTR goes. So, guys, I am gonna end the stream right now. I already told you about the events we have coming up. Mwah! Good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.